talking about the creek, creek talk, talking about the creek, creek talk, talking about the creek, talking about Dawson's Creek. Welcome back to Creek Talk. This is Steven. And I'm Jamie. And this week we're recapping season three, episode 21, Show Me Love. <laughs> you know, you know what you keep... reminded me of right now? What? What? <laughs> Them like 70s or 80s, like this jockeys, you know, like the radio jockeys. <laughs> well, you know what it reminds me of that Robin song. Every time I kept saying it, I kept wanting to sing it. I was doing the same thing. <laughs> well, if you haven't realized yet, we have a guest this week. Yes. Um, welcome to the podcast, Justin, from Say by the Bell, the new class fan club on Instagram. Welcome. We're so happy to have you. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Oh, we're excited too. Um, when did we start talking, Justin? Was it during the pandemic or like, was it when we started the podcast? It was about maybe three or four episodes into your guys' releasing of the podcast. So oh, okay. it was fairly into like your early days of doing this. When we were really, really bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys kept me in, in, in there, so. We may be terrible, but we're still reeling them in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Justin, why don't you tell us about your Instagram page? Well, uh, it's a Saved by the Bell new class fan club type page. It's it's for the lesser loved franchise of or part of the franchise because the new class doesn't really get any love. It's always for the original. Even the college years get some love, but the new class just never got anything. And it ran the longest. It was like seven seasons, 140 episodes. I mean, like it, people liked it. So, I mean, like there's some kind of fan base I knew, but um, it was just one of those things during the pandemic that I found a lot of my scrapbook stuff and I was like, oh, let me let me just see if there's some like Saved by the Bell fan club page that would like to have this stuff. Nobody wanted it. Nobody was like, it's not old class. I don't want it, you know, whatever. And I'm not the type to start something and like, you know, I'm usually the type to say, hey, I have this. Go ahead and put it on your page and take credit. Yeah, you do that you to me. You do that for me. You do all the time for Dawson's But I figured, I'm like, you know what? Let me just see what it turns into. Let me just start posting some stuff. It started out as Facebook. I found the Instagram. I was having more interaction with some of the old stars and, you know, things like that. And it's it's grown into like almost 400 followers. You know, I'm kind of on and off with my posting. I'm not really like always posting, but like when I do, I'm like, you know, here's one, here's one, here's one, here's one. And I'm gone for four months or whatever. No, you're not gone that long. But to be fair, somebody, (laughs) right. I I think you said that. I remember hearing you say that in one of your podcasts. And I'm like, I get you, Jamie. I understand. (laughs) But it's like to just all of a sudden be excited. And then you're just like, I need a break. um, for like a month <laughs> but to be fair i sometimes have to let things build up with the new class because there isn't that much kind of, well i didn't think there was but i have it right here here's the scrapbook oh my god this is just new class that's Nothing amazing the six seasons you know and i i only had like a inch thick scrapbook that's about all i could fill when oh, i originally had my stuff but anyway so yeah i it just kind of grew and grew and it's just been a fun outlet for me i don't really do a lot of like social media personally but i'm more into this this is fun um i want to eventually turn it into a podcast you know get going with that you guys have been an inspiration with that because like hearing you guys talk about this and whatnot it was just like this is the kind of formula i want i want just banter friends being friends but then you know okay we're here to do you know we're here to talk about dawson's creek or whatever so it was just one of those things that i'm like that's my premise i want someone who's a fan of the franchise but is open to the good and the bad of the new class. Because it's not going to just be, I love this episode and this 
Rachel's so great and I love her and I love <laughs> this person. It's going to be, you know, Screech is an idiot sometimes and Mr. Belden and, you know, I mean, but they have like, have good qualities to the show, but yeah. it was definitely more the, the inner workings of the teens. When Mr. Yeah. Belden and Screech came on, it was just like, okay, here we go. I hate it when Screech came on the new class because I did watch it. I remembered I had like a couple of like the teen beat posters hanging up yeah. and stuff from the first season. Yeah. And um, then I sort of just fell out of it because the cast was always changing. But then in the beginning of the pandemic, I saw that it was on NBC and I wanted to start watching it. And then they took it off. Yep, they took it and right then, off. And then I think that's when I met you. And then you were like, I'll send, I'll, I think I was posting stuff. And you're like, yeah. I'll send you the episodes. And I was okay, like, I got them all downloaded. You don't I have to do that. And then you sent them to me. You know, it was real quick. I'm like, here, I can send them right off to you. You can watch them however you want. But I have been randomly watching them. Like, because um, I think I, even said in the beginning of this podcast when we first started i was watching a lot of the original mm-hmm. and i was getting tired of it and i just wanted to watch the new one and just see how how it was so i like yes. that i was getting into it again you know what i like about the new class is if you're open to the fact that yes they're gonna rip off their storylines from the original but there is a little twist to them and like you know but it was just fun and the only thing i say like there's a positive about screech coming on was it opened up the cast to being all like the cool kids. They didn't have yeah. to shoe in like the weasel character from season one was yeah. obviously Screech. And it was just like, oh yeah, they were all, not, they would not uh, hang out with you, you know? Yeah. Where they, the they throughout like the seasons, they even the ones that stayed would grow. And then, you know, like I said, like you said, they at least three would change every cast. But I think that was kind of fun because then it was kind of like, you know, but for me, it was fun because all the ones I liked pretty much stayed until yeah. they didn't need to stay. And I was like, okay, Lindsay, you can go. As long as Rachel's there, I'm okay. And then Rachel left and I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? And then I got to live. <laughs> and it was just, I, I adapted, you know, but. I love that you're such a big fan of it. It's so funny. I, I am. It's, it's weird. Like people. <laughs> we all have our things. It's we not do. weird. We all have our yeah. things. And I'm happy yeah. that you're posting about it. And like people are liking your stuff and like really following you because, Thank you. you know. I appreciate it. I get into it and I go, oh my God, I remember that. I remember that. Like when you post certain things, I go, it's a fun creative outlet. You know, it's fun to create some videos or even just be like, you know, like put it up there and just see if someone comments or like I said, I get a lot of like feedback, even like from stuff that the cast members weren't in, like the seasons they weren't in, they still give feedback on like those those posts and stuff. So it's really cool. It's not just, you know, and like I said, even if I just had two followers. I don't care. I don't even, I was just more for me to like yeah. see how I could just make it grow. And that's it's, how we started. We didn't really care if anybody was going to listen to us or not. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And that's it was literally that's like, what, let's just do this. <laughs> and that's what shows in your, your guys' podcast because it, it's natural. It's organic. It's not oh. just like I told my friend, Brittany, if I want to do a podcast about the new class, I prefer to have her because there's already that relationship there. Cause we're already going to be like, how do we do a podcast? We know nothing about podcasting. So it's already hard enough to do that, let alone get to know somebody, try to it's have a learning curve. That's for sure. I'm yeah. sure it is. I mean, <laughs> granted, I've been listening to him for years, but I know it's totally different than actually doing it and, you know, producing it and editing it and things like that. So I say go for it. I think it would be great. So, and I think you have a good personality to do it. So yes. I appreciate that. But congratulations on all of that and your Instagram success. Thank so you. happy Thank for you. you. Um, but what did you guys think of this episode? I love this episode and I hate Dawson at the same time. <laughs> Pretty much sums up what I would say. <laughs> it's so frustrating, you know? Yes, absolutely. 
I mean, he he's ignores everything that everyone tries to tell him, every yeah. obstacle Ugh, that literally everything. is in his way. He is he one track it. mind, you know. Like, and then he's like, "I want." I'm like, "Blinders." He is. Oh, I thought Dawson was such a creep in this episode, like such a creep yes. in this episode. And I have to say, it wasn't my favorite episode. I thought it was like kind of. There's a lot of like dumb things I thought happened in it, but I didn't I didn't hate it. But I it wasn't my favorite. But I think it's it, just because it's fun, you know, like the whole bolt raise. I mean, like the stereotypical <laughs> trope of, you know, like I'm gonna beat him no matter what. You know, it was just it was just it was silly fun. to me, but yeah, it was fun. But, so I was watching an episode of Baywatch or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I liked how Mitch came in and just saved. Right. <laughs> he all of a sudden just came out of here and was like, I know how to sail. <laughs> no, like, I know all these parts. Okay, okay Mitch. I, I did like a whole when, other language. <laughs> I did like when Joey came up to Dawson and was like, if you knew anything about sailing, Dawson, you would understand that you were disqualified. <laughs> right, yes. Because he's so excited. He's just, I won, we won. I'm like, Dawson. But he's lived in this seaside town his whole life and he doesn't know how to sail a boat. You know right. what I mean? Like, Joey knew schools. how to do it. I, I mean, you get the impression that they do this every single year, right? So you would yes. think they have this small town that he would at least know the rules, even if yes. he didn't participate in the race. <laughs> or there would be like some stipulations of, um, do you know how to say, do you even have a sailboat? You're borrowing a sailboat? Let's question this whole situation instead of all yeah. of a sudden I get, I wake up this morning, I'm not in a competition. Uh, in the afternoon, I'm being sponsored by my ex-girlfriend's, you know, B&B. What? Oh, no, he sponsored himself. Oh, yeah, he sponsored himself <laughs> using their name, which I know um, Bessie is desperate for some promotion, but she's got to know, again, obstacles or red flags. <laughs> I know. Bessie's <laughs> like, the way I see it, we're getting free promotion out of this, sis. <laughs> and I'm like, well, well, not even that, too, but have this whole thing where they're getting close to each other and Pacey's like, give me space, you know? Dawson, granted, he crashed the last boat, but you would think he would know boat Somewhat. etiquette and, you know, rules of the waters, but he just one all out the mind. window, one yeah. track mind. He had his well, blinders on and mm-hmm. he had one goal and it was whatever he could do to get that goal. He's only good at boats when he's getting a blow job, Jamie. So. <laughs> no, he's, no, he's not because he crashed that one. Right. <laughs> Oh, right. I forgot. He's not good under pressure. <laughs> He's definitely not good under pressure. Jamie still doesn't think that she gave him a blowjob. I like, don't think they got that far. I think he yes. got too excited and blew his load too early. That's what I think. You know, I I, I tend to be more on Jamie's side on that one just because that seems like Dawson's... Because he builds it up so much in his head, I'm sure. He yeah. builds everything up in his head that either that or he wouldn't be able to get it up. You know, he'd just be too... He'd be too yeah. nervous. It's got to be perfect. This has got to be perfect, you know. I so. agree. <laughs> he gets me. <laughs> I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he really did get it that day. But, you know, I think Eve was going to do it no matter what. I mean, she was going to try, she's, you know. She was definitely she going to. She put the tip happened. in her mouth. <laughs> she did at least do that. I and don't even think crashed. she ha- I don't even think she got to grip him, okay? I'm pretty sure he just lost control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Dawson we're talking about. <laughs> oh it's not Pacey, it's Dawson. <laughs> um, all right. Well, before we get into the episode, why don't we just do a quick catch up? Um, Jamie, did you do anything fun over the weekend? Or I went camping. I only just got back yesterday at a half a day today, because oh, no. you know, dentist, but <laughs> 
We uh, love the dentist. On we Christmas love the dentist here. I'm like a frequent shopper. I don't know. <laughs> you got the card, like the swipe. I've got card, the yeah. card. I made a joke about that with them actually recently, and they started laughing. <laughs> I really like my dentist. You look like you're so disappointed. Girl. Like you're like I told them about that, and they like they laughed at me. You're like <laughs> we <laughs> you card so jokes all the time. Uh, he was loading something on the screen that had to do with whatever it had to do with. And he's like, yeah, he's like, let me pull this up real quick. And we're sitting there and I'm like, well, I guess it's not real quick, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and him and the, the assistant and I were all three of us were laughing at dentist's office. They're really great. They're probably like the coolest dentist that I've ever had. But yeah, I went camping. It was nice. It was just me and my mom. So there were no guys. It was just me and her. We got to relax. We went swimming in the lake. And there was like a, a band that played. And um, I just wandered around, rode bicycles and did outdoorsy things. So it was good times. Good. I think you needed that. I think you needed to get away and just like, I think that I needed more time. I don't think yeah. I was gone long enough. So. <laughs> don't we all need more time when we go we need away? more time. I always do. I still want to go away. Um. How about you, Justin? Did you do anything interesting or? I didn't really have to work this weekend. So that was a nice, I, I only had to work on Monday. So I kind of had the weekend off just to not really do much. I kind of caught up things around the house. I went shopping a little bit, bought a couple of Blu-rays. I'm in just like slasher movies. So I'm kind of stocking up oh, for the yeah. Halloween season. Oh, you, you know? and Steven have that in common. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> One of those like 80s, like stupid, cheesy slasher movies. I'm not into What did you it. buy? Um, Doom Asylum. Oh, I never heard of that. That one's like from 1989. It's got Kristen Davis in it from. Oh, okay. City. Yeah. Uh, she gets <laughs> gory. Like, yeah, we, we won't get into that. It's not that <laughs> kind of podcast. But, um, um, but yeah, it was just kind of a relaxing weekend. Didn't really do too much. Just, you know, it's just kind of what I like. Um, work takes a lot out of me. So I work retail. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we understand. Oh, no, that's like. <laughs> Enough said. You know, we know what that's like. <laughs> Don't have to say any more. We know. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, before we I, go on, did you guys notice? I was just going to say that. And I have my two little sidekicks, my Joey and Jen, next to me. I think you sent me a picture of the shirt. And I was like, I have the same shirt. And um, I took a picture of them before I went away on vacation. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to put this in the... Yeah, I remember seeing that post, yeah. I was like, we would be best friends. (laughs) Right. We probably would have went and bought that shirt together. You know, I'm still so jealous because you have that poster that I used to have, the season two premiere poster. Um, Oh, yeah. Like that white background, the WB, like one that they gave out at the WB store. We didn't have a WB store around here, and I had to, like, drive. Like Justin, I have a duplicate. I'll send it to you. Oh, my God. No, you don't have to do that. I'll send it to you. It's yours. I'll send it to you. Oh, well, thank this you. This is how but... we roll. Well, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm the same way that I'm very like giving when I'm like, oh my God, do you, do you want this? Or, you know, like I think I told Steven, I'm like, you guys were talking about S Club 7 or something, or somehow S Club 7 came up. Uh, and I'm like, I have all those shows. You want them? Ain't you know, no party again, like like just, party. I love like, you know, that <laughs> you kind know, of era of stuff. I had all the, my mom bought me all those dolls too. I don't know why she bought them for me. She knew I liked the show and I liked the music because she brought me home two of the singles one night i was mm-hmm. sick and she was like steven i found these for you because i know you like them and i was like so happy then she started bringing me home all the dolls and i was just <laughs> like what, what am i gonna do with these like i'm not gonna open them but i remember when we were moving or i was moving i ended up just throwing them away and <sighs> i feel so stupid that i did that because I tina screaming right now <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
<laughs> she was my yeah. favorite. So I was. Anyway. I don't know why I did all that stuff. I think about that stuff and I get so mad at myself. Oh, wait, I have to stop myself from thinking about the stuff that I threw I away or just like let get damaged because I'm just like, oh my god, I had all this stuff. And it's I know. Just, it's I'm like, just thankful it's, for what I have. And I try, it's fun to go rebuild it, you know, go to flea markets and antique shops and just try to rebuild some of this stuff. But you're but, like, I fucking had it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not paying 50 bucks for this damn thing. Yes, I am. Okay, here you go. <laughs> but anyway. Um, well, I didn't really do anything this weekend. I got really annoyed at Justin for uh, a minute, my Justin. And I said, bye, I'm leaving. And I left and went shopping. So I went to the Goodwill and I found a couple of books. Um, I found the My Girl book. I have it from when I was a kid. I was like shocked. So I found that and I found some stuff for like giveaways for like Dawson's Creek related stuff. So that was fun. And then I went to Target and I bought some more candles and um, but we didn't do anything. We watched um, we made up anyway, but we ended up (laughs) watching Nope. I rented it for $20. I didn't care. I was like, I want to see this movie. It's cheaper than going to the theaters. And I really liked it. I thought it was better than us and probably my second after Get Out. So I really, really liked it. It was creepy. It was very, like, eerie. So I would suggest it if you wanted to watch it. It's good. It was good. Also kind of, like, I like the atmosphere and, you know, like, setting up things like that. I don't necessarily need the gore and, like, you know, as much anymore. I mean, it's fun to watch and, like, the old stuff. But I'm more into, like, give me something spooky and something creepy, like strangers and things like that. Where oh, I'm yeah. just like, that, that could happen. That guy could be outside right now watching me and waiting for the dark. That's and, creepy, yeah. That stuff creeps me out. So, yeah, I, I like that kind of stuff. It was good. It was really, it was really eerie. And I think Jordan Peele does a really good job at atmospheric type movies and i am excited for whatever he comes out with next but other than that i didn't really do anything else i um i just had like an easy going weekend it was easy peasy lazy i had a half a day today as well uh because i need like a mental day and um that's it and now we're gonna do this episode you were supposed to come on last week but st- stuff happened and yeah, yeah we had scheduling that- issues but yeah work got in the way but I, once I saw what episode to... this was, I was like, yeah, this is a fun episode. So. You're so positive about it, too. You're like, <laughs> no, that happens in this episode. I think I'll be better at this one. I'm right, because, like, like, well, like, I loved last, last week's episode. <laughs> but once I realized, I'm like, man, why did I pick an episode that's so complicated just to watch, let alone break down and <laughs> yeah. try to take notes oh, and try to yeah. keep the timeline? That episode is complicated. But it's hard yeah. to follow. It was, like, hard to, it was really hard to recap. Short. So I was yeah, kind of like, okay, maybe this isn't, <laughs> maybe it's working Jamie, out. I think Jamie checked out too while we were like doing it. It definitely checked out. I was, I was like, like, I, I was like knocking on the right. screen. I'm like, are you there? <laughs> I could not keep the plot. Yeah. If anything, like, I'm just excited to hear know. Stephen make fun of Joey. You know, have you ever had him live one of those days over again? <laughs> I love when he does the voices. Joey's, Graham's. Graham's and, oh my God, Graham's especially Andy. When Andy gets mad. He has like the, just get out. I love when he does Andy. Oh my God. I'm talking about you like not even here. But no, I love. Oh yeah, she's like, get out. Get out. <laughs> just get out of here. Just get out of here. <laughs> they don't want you here anymore. Like, I, love, I love when Stephen creates <laughs> They're oh my God. favorite too. Keep, keep it, yeah. keep it coming. Like my head's not gonna fit in the screen. <laughs> Low his ego up a little. Right, yeah. I'm a Leo. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad that we all had really nice weekends, and I think it would be a good time now to just get into this episode. What do you think? Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. What they don't know is that we've been just talking and talking and talking. <laughs> we started this 45 minutes ago. No. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs>
All right. So this week we are recapping season three, episode 21, Show Me Love. Aired May 10th, 2000. Written by Liz Siglar and Holly Henderson. And directed by Morgan J. Freeman. So we open in like this weird montage where we see like all the main characters minus Andy and Jack because they're not really main characters on the show. Um, (laughs) We're in like Dawson's room and he's staring at that dumb painting that Gwen painted of them when they were kids. And we cut to Joey just staring at the wall that Pacey rented for her. And then we're with Pacey. He's like rinsing down true love. (laughs) And then we're with Jen leaving the house with Grams and we see Henry standing outside holding a sign up. And that's and... where I wrote creepy Henry sighting number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he pops up all over the place. I'm not a fan of Henry, so. <laughs> no, Jamie's not I used to. I used to like Henry the first time I watched it, but I think because I, whatever happens later that I don't remember all the details yeah. on left a bad taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. So now when I see Henry, I'm like, I don't remember why I don't like you, but I don't <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't remember any of this. I, I have to tell you before we even continue, I don't remember this episode at all. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I was watching it and I was like, I don't recall this. Maybe this is one I just like skipped. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, but I do remember Henry standing outside with the sign. So it's not very clear on what happened <laughs> with me not watching this. But yeah, Henry's outside and he's holding a sign that says, Jen Lindley, would you please forgive me? And Jen just sees him and like rolls her eyes and then she goes back in the house. <laughs> and Grams <laughs> is like, oh, Henry. <laughs> she gives him that like smirk. Like, mm, I know. yeah, yeah, she does. She, because really, Grams wants to fuck Henry. Like, <laughs> Seriously, she's championing all that whole relationship and she's just using Jen as like her bond. Do you remember when she sat next to him at Pacey's um, opening night and Jen's oh, no. out on the opposite, opposite side? Oh, it was like so obvious to me that she was like giving him like a reach around. <laughs> my eyes, my brain. Like, Henry, how does that feel? No, stop it. Um, so now we cut to Dawson at Capeside High and we see that he passes Pacey at his locker and he gets all mad because Dawson's such a fucking crybaby in this episode. And um, it makes Pacey mad. So Pacey slams his locker door. It's all such teen theatrics dramatics. It's Angst. like hilarious. Angst. Yes. <laughs> um, we see Joey in the cafeteria. She like sees Dawson. She's like, should I sit with Dawson? And then of course, because <laughs> they're all best friends, they all sit separately. Uh, she avoids Pacey. And then she sees Jack and Jack's like trying to make room. And then she sees Andy and Andy sort of like chugs her water. And is, I like, love how oblivious Jack is doing? kind of to everything. He's just like, yeah. over here. <laughs> and she's like, where are you oh, going? Oh, Wait, never we mind. Oh, never mind. <laughs> like, um, did your sister not there. tell you anything that you missed <laughs> while you weren't here? <laughs> Isn't that why you moved back home, Jack? <laughs> right. You with your sister? <laughs> Selfish little. Andy sees Andy sees Joe and she's like, get out of here. <laughs> her face. She's just she's just with her eyes. Oh, wait till we get into that whole conversation she has with Will later, because it really irritated me. So then Joey goes and like sits in the like fucking stall in the bathroom and eats. I don't know what she did, but we just cut to her and she's sitting in front of the wall again. And we see Dawson come over. And he tells her that he wants to talk to her about them. He's like, I want you in my life. And she's like, and Pacey? And he's like, the damage has been done. I came to salvage the one relationship that I need more than any other. And that's ours. She's like, but how? But how, Dawson? And he's like, let's rebuild. Let's take a walk. Let's have a picnic. Watch a movie. 
she's like, after everything that's happened, how could I possibly climb that ladder into your bedroom and watch a movie? I was like, oh my God, this is so annoying. And he's like, I'm not asking you to disregard what's happened. I'm saying, let's move on from here. And she's like, all I want to do is paint my wall right now. And he's like, all right, well, it's a freestanding invitation. And then he leaves. And then we get the opening credits. So I hated how he went up to her and started like saying all this stuff to her about how he wants to rebuild and all this stuff. And there's like total disregard for how she feels about Pacey, how she was so open with him last episode. And she just wants to continue being friends, but like he still doesn't fucking get it. Dawson doesn't think that it's a like a legit feeling. He thinks that Pacey put the moves on Joey when she was low, and that's where this is coming from. He but the problem is he doesn't even ask her. Like no. I appreciate him taking the initiative and walking up to her and you know putting himself out there. I can totally respect that. It takes a lot of guts when you're fighting with somebody, you know what I mean, to put that aside and walk up to somebody. That's great. But he, he never really, apologized to her. He he doesn't apologize. He doesn't talk to her and try to figure out, okay, yeah. what's going on? Is this real? Is this not real? He just doesn't care. He's completely written off Pacey, you know, his longtime friend, just for, for Joey. I, I don't know. I just, I want to sock him a little. He, you just, again, <laughs> he's showing his, his immaturity. You know what I mean? He's still so focused about himself. One track mind, and he's he's so self-absorbed, and he doesn't want to see that. Like you said, he thinks it's Pacey putting the moves on Joey. He doesn't see that it's a mutual thing between them. They're yes. I mean, he caught them fighting in their yard. It was a passionate, like you know, it wasn't just you know Pacey and Joey being Pacey and Joey. I mean, he knows the difference. He just doesn't want to see it because he wants to keep that hope alive, and he wants to live in that bubble, that Dawson bubble. Yep, and he's going to do anything to keep it from getting burst because like i said all those red flags and this is like one of the first ones in this episode that he's just bypassing and being self-absorbed and it's ridiculous and for the rest of the episode he's just a fucking creep Mm -hmm. (laughs) so did you guys notice before we move on though this is where i get my background stuff um (laughs) did you guys notice like when dawson is talking to joey at the wall there's a guy on hbo max it's like a different format because like i watched it on hbo max and i watched it the other day on my dvd and you can't see him but there's a guy like a crossing guard or somebody standing off in the back just standing there with his hand on his shoulder watching this whole scene no. you can see it and it's just like he's distracting because like his trench coat is blowing in the wind he's standing up against the car just watching the whole what? thing and i'm just oh. like oh my god this guy is like in... but then i noticed that on dvds it's framed where you don't, you don't see, see anything it. on that side so um but yeah that's I was how just... it is on hulu because i didn't watch it on hbo max this week i watched it on my laptop so it's because of the rate the screen ratio yeah. so yeah i was like out. wow there was like no wonder why he's not he's not supposed to be can there. i put that in widescreen (laughs) they did it last week too when dawson is uh talking to joey downtown like they clearly had extras and stuff walking by them but behind uh dawson when joey goes to leave we see these two ladies just like staring at them like filming the scene (laughs) they look like two karens but it's really funny they're just like just they're just like staring at them like watching them film (laughs) which woman aside for any karen out there listening Sorry, but that's but that's how much how that's how it kind of was because I remember when we would do extra work and we would just go see them filming on the street like they would have us all hauled off on like one side mm-hmm. and then like have all the paid extras on the other like wherever they were filming we would just like stand there and watch and if they happened to film where you were standing I guess you would get in the shot but um I would always just be like they're all smoking. <laughs> <laughs> 
like they're all smoking. It's so weird. <laughs> That's the one thing I took away from being an extra on Dawson's Creek. They're all chain smokers. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, all right. So now we're in downtown Cape Side and we see all these signs for the Regatta 2000. And we see Gail smoothing out this banner that says Leary's Fresh Fish. And Mitch comes up. And they make small talk about how the year flew by and they're trying, clearly trying to like make things work between the two of them. That's what I've been getting from the past couple of episodes. So then they talk about how they agreed to sponsor Pacey and the regatta a month, a month ago. And Mitch is being overly dramatic about it. And Gal's like, relax, Mitch. It's just a <laughs> boat ride. <laughs> no, it's Doesn't just else a- think that Gail looked really, really good in this episode. Mm-hmm. I think Gail always looked good. She does, but like I feel like in this episode, she looked especially hot. She's definitely progressing in the later years. It definitely looks good in the later seasons. Like her her hairstyle sometimes is a little questionable. Like in yeah. the first season, it was like that pile on top of her head, and then she went really short. And then now it's kind of like back into like that. Okay, we have we can do something with it again. And you know, I think she's looking she's looking really good. I remember I, in the second season when first episode of the second season her hair was like really long and mm-hmm. she she had like a, a mess on top of her head and she was talking to mitch and she had on this just like white shirt and i was like wow she looks really really sexy in this and then yeah they chopped her hair all off i don't get it they were like we got we got to give her the 90s do she's got to look Jen, like she gave her like... <laughs> <laughs> they have that matching haircuts <laughs> Yeah, and Jen had terrible haircuts, too. Uh, yeah, I think we've talked about this many times. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have, and I've agreed many times. <laughs> so, yeah, Gal's like, it's just about race, Mitch, and we could benefit from this because of the advertising. And Mitch says that he doesn't think Dawson will see it that way. <laughs> so then Dawson comes out of the restaurant, and he's like, see what, what way? And they break the news to Dawson that they're sponsoring Pacey in the regatta. And she's like, we just needed the publicity. He needed a sponsor. We thought that you'd both be doing it together. But with everything that's happened, uh, we doubt that you'll be riding in a boat together. And Mitch is like, he tells Dawson that he's more important than the restaurant and they'll pull out of the race if they have to. I was like, what? Like, you already sponsored the kid. I was like, (laughs) and Mitch is the one being so overdramatic about it. And Gal's just like, shut up mitch like i already gave the money we're sponsoring him he's gonna give us advertising their son's the one who fucked it up (laughs) and again your son is the only one that's gonna give a care no one cares that the learys are you know sponsoring pacey other than dawson and the learys i mean it's just like get over yourself dawson (laughs) they have a brand new restaurant they're trying to get patrons at which they look like they're doing well but like they have this new restaurant and they're like considering not being a sponsor over dawson's feelings i would be like go uh fix that with your friend my parents would be like uh first of all that would never happen because my parents grin and bear it that's what mine would be like business my parents would be like go talk to your friend and make up because this is stupid (laughs) 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 we don't have time for this We have eight mouths to feed. <laughs> like, stop, messing, <laughs> stop messing around and go go make up with your friend. So Dawson's like, no, you don't have to follow the race. It's fine. I'll even take the banner to Pacey myself. So then we cut over to Pacey at True Love and Will's with him because Will's still in the episode. We got this three episode arc of Will and then he leaves. Right. Um, and we see Pacey and Dawson hands Pacey the banner and Pacey thanks him. And he says he could have gotten it from his parents himself. And he tells Dawson that if he wants him to drop out of the race, he's going to have to ask him himself. And Dawson says, do whatever you want, Pace. And then Pacey tells him he's only doing the race to help Gal. And he says, the way you help Joey. And Pacey says, 
You want to stay angry? Stay angry. I'm just glad it's finally directed at the right person. So Dawson tells him to save it. He says everyone else might buy the chivalrous self-deprecating crap, but I'm not buying it. And then he leaves. It's a hard word. I don't even know if I can say it. Chivalrous. 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 I'm not even going to try it. (laughs) I didn't do do talk to text this time. I literally typed everything up. Well, that's good. Because every time you do talk to text, you always sit there for five minutes going, what the hell did I put? I know. It It doesn't understand me. (laughs) <laughs> you don't enunciate we've had this conversation all right gail, gail. oh my god I love, <laughs> I love when you get on him about certain things because i noticed it too i know certain like conflictions and gail or i forget the other ones that you you pointed out but i'm like yes i noticed it too how do you say it then what gail 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 Gale. you have more like a i don't know like I, I can't, yeah but like you're forcing it you're forcing it i can't remember there's don't another there's another Gale. word that that you, you I say that i remember that jamie said, mentioned and i'm like yes yes you know, i don't remember it. i don't remember either but anyway anyway <laughs> so now we cut to joey and bessie and uh bessie is telling her she has to bake all these fucking pancakes at the registration table and joey doesn't want to do it and she says that it's embarrassing. I'm like, how's it embarrassing? You're you're like feeding people. But also there are they Bodie's pancakes? Are they Bessie's pancakes? Uh, hopefully like, not Bessie's because right. we know she can't make pancakes. <laughs> yes. I was like, why why pancakes? I don't know. Which yeah. I don't really know how you can mess up pancakes, but she's excelled at it. <laughs> I do love how when um uh, Bessie's like, how will people know that this is sponsored by the Potter B&B? And Joey's like, I'll tell them. You know, she's just like, dismissed, like, I don't want to be here. She's just like, I'll tell them. <laughs> like, she's just, I love how dismissive <laughs> of this whole thing is because she's so, like, self-absorbed as well, you know? She really is. <laughs> she is. Um, so then Bessie's talking again, and then she looks over and she sees Pacey's flag. She's like, well, that's a good sign. Are they talking again? And then Joey looks really happy. She's like, hopefully... Bessie asks her if she's mended any fences yet. And Joey tells her that Dawson reached out to her about being friends again. But how could she if Dawson and Pacey aren't talking? And Bessie's like, look, they're big boys, Joey. They'll work it out. You saw the banner. Maybe they already have. So, Like, yeah, of course. So then Joey gives like the sidiest side smirk ever I've seen her give on this show. Her whole mouth like went to the whole other side of her face. It was crazy. But yeah, knowing that your current frenemy is being sponsored by that frenemy, that to me would be a clear sign that they're talking. Her reasoning made no sense. It's not like Dawson is the one dishing out the money for for Pacey. I mean, like, it's business. It's I mean, this is the Leary's doing this. So, I mean, like, it's kind of funny how they both her and Bessie jumped to the conclusion. They must be talking. I mean, like. (laughs) Yeah, that's not how this works. Her face lit up too. She was like, oh, they're talking? Yeah. And she's got an eagle eye because like it wasn't even up all the way and like it was still flapping in the wind and she's all like, oh, really reasonable. Oh, that's yeah. I'm just like, okay. And they just got a sign for the store and all of a sudden they're like, oh, we can make banners now too. We can do anything. We can make shirts, draw sidewalk paintings with the lyric. <laughs> That's anyway. what Joey will do so that way people know that Potter B&B is sponsoring this. She'll do sidewalk talk. Seriously. They're like, what are you here for? She just points to the sidewalk. Yeah. 
All right. So now we're with Grams and Jack and Andy and Jen. They're all together in Grams's kitchen. They're putting together the regatta winner's wreaths. And Graham tells her that, isn't this thrilling? The start of a new tradition. Fashioning the regatta winner's wreaths has always been my sole responsibility for the Women's League ever since 1953. Sharing it with you young people is very exciting. And we see Jen playing like, he loves me. He loves me not with the flowers. I don't know what the fuck Jack was doing. He was trying to do something with flowers and he gives up and he says, it's moments like these that I'm convinced I'm straight. Oh, come now. What a, what a dumb thing to say. And Graham's like, oh, come now. She's yeah. like, so like, Jack, don't you dare. She's like, Jack, but I can't, we I all can't know understand. You're gay, Jack. I can't understand. Like, okay. Why is Jen playing the love me, love me not if she's, Right. Pushing him away or kind of being the one that's like, and I get it, I guess, because you're probably conflicted a little bit, but I'm just like, he's right there in a minute, you know, so go, you know, you can see just if he loves you. Love like, I don't know. It's just kind of, she should be a little bit more like stoic or just a little bit more like, yeah, you know, trying like, to, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like just, she shouldn't care that much. Or like someone pointed out, like, what are you doing? I was waiting for Jack to be like, what are you doing? You know, but yeah, no, she's just sort of like in her own head. And Andy's yeah. just like sort of just there. Andy's just yeah, always just, just there. Just Andy's just there. Poor Andy. So, yeah, poor Andy. So yeah, Grams is like, no, you're totally gay, Jack. Don't ever forget that. And she tries to put a flower in his hair and he gets all freaked out about it. She's like, how often do you get to create a jubilant public display? And Andy's like, it looks like we're not the only ones creating a public display. And then Jen's like, what? And I'm like, what do you mean, what, Jen? Like, you've said you've seen this kid outside of your house. For Henry alert number two. She's like, what do you mean, Andy? Oh, I don't know. He's outside your house again. And we see Henry. And Jen's like, this couldn't be any more embarrassing. I would just be laughing at him. I'd be like, please go home. Right. ridiculous. But she says that he's been doing this for a whole week. And he even stayed out in the rain for over an hour. Graham tells her that to err is human, to forgive divine. Hasn't he paid enough penance? And Jen's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I should take Graham's advice on this one. We cut to Jack and Andy with the wreaths. And they're with Dawson now. And he's asking if he could borrow their dad's boat. (laughs) And Jack's like, I don't even remember my dad having a boat. (laughs) (laughs) I like how they played that. They put that in there, you know? I love how their father was like in dire straits. And he's got a boat. They were like losing the business and all this stuff. And he's not now. Like, I, I don't get it. I don't understand the McPhee family. They're up and down constantly. But Jack doesn't think that this is a good idea because Jack already knows like what's going to happen. Yeah, I wrote, um, yeah. I wrote, I don't think this is a good idea. And I wrote, um, yeah. <laughs> Red flag number two, or at least <laughs> at least number two, because I mean, hello. Dawson's like, I have to get back at Pacey and get Joey back. So I need to borrow your boat. And Jack's like, pieces of your last boat are still floating around the creek. Dawson's like, well, I already entered the regatta. And he's like, this is how, this is a way to show her how I care. Well, how? I'm going to enter a boat race. I have nothing. I have no idea what I'm doing. And yeah, none of that made sense to me either. I, I don't understand. Like, again, this is Dawson. So like, that's why, why it's called show me love. But like him entering a regatta boat race. I mean, I can I get maybe the, the gesture of like, you know, hey, look what I'm doing for you. But maybe on a different, uh, not such a grand scheme of. He does live in a fantasy world. He does. And this is his, this is his final this act. His, of, you know, this is. Yeah, yeah. His big scheme. He lives in movies, man. He this does, is not real so. life. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Jack says, don't you think pistols at dawn would be a more suitable, not to mention romantic way to settle this whole thing? And Andy's like, shut the fuck up, Jack. She's like, uh, 
No, what's wrong with Dawson uh, wanting to seize the day? Pacey did. Pacey's now with Joey, one of my best friends. What's wrong with Dawson wanting to do the same thing? Dawson says, it's not about Pacey. It's about Joey. And he says, I spent the last two months staring at empty walls. So no wonder Joey left me. But this regatta is a chance to show her that I care. And Jack's like, this isn't right. And Andy's all about it. She's like, I'll tell you what's not right. Watching the one person you love throw everything away so they can be with someone else. Listening to them lie to your face day after day. That's not right. And they're I really like, wanted oh, Andy to you. shut up. Like, <laughs> oh, I know. I was like, you're the last person that should be talking on this issue. Like you're you're you lied to your boyfriend all summer while you were sleeping with the guy in the next room at your insane asylum. And like, you didn't even want to be with your boyfriend when he was coming to pick you up. Like you weren't even surprised or like happy to see him. So now you're like, all of a sudden you're like in love with him again. Meanwhile, like the past couple of episodes, she's like, we have to move on from each other. I just want you to be happy. Don't you you feel like, like there's a parallel between Andy and Dawson in that respect. You know what I mean? Cause they're both, Oh, I'm over it. Moving on. And then as soon as something happens, they're both like, yeah, what are you doing? I'm in love with you. (laughs) (laughs) You can't have your cake and eat it too. Okay. No. So we see Dawson go up to Joey. She's making pancakes and he's just standing there staring at her until she notices. Like he's such a creep. She's like, here's the famous Potter B&B hotcake for you. And he's like, thanks. And she says, thank you, Dawson. And he's like, Oh, you've heard already? And Joey's like, I had my doubts as to whether or not things would get better. But when I saw your banner on Pacey's boat, I felt this huge sigh of relief. And he's like, uh, that's what you're thanking me for? I thought someone would have told you already. I'm entering the race and you're sponsoring me. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Right, like, ha ha ha. Oh, he's so weird. So now she's like, not happy. So she tells him that they can't afford the entry fee. And he's like, it's already been taken care of. Bessie was really psyched about it. (laughs) Of course she was. And he tells her that a win would guarantee the cover of the tourist brochure. They'd be booked the whole season. And Joey tells him that she doesn't think that this is a good idea. And he says, it's not what you think. If I needed help, you'd be there for me, right? And then he says, of course she would. Because she doesn't answer him. He says, of course she would. Sign me up and wish me luck. So she's like very, very doubtful. And like, oh, this is going to be a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Pacey's going to see that we're sponsoring him and he's going to think that I'm back with him now. Like, it's so convoluted. <laughs> it's like it's such a circle. It's it's funny. So Bessie comes up and she's like, hey, sis, before you get mad at me, <laughs> Joey's like, you're about 300 pancakes and one sponsored salvo too late for that, Bessie. And she's like, he begged me. He wanted me to be a sponsor. Why would we turn down the free advertising? And she's like, it's not free. He may have put down the cash, but you're obligating me. Oh, I was like, I know. I hate when people obligate you to do things like that. It's so stupid. It's so selfish. So selfish. So Dawson Leary. It's so Dawson Leary. (laughs) So Bessie cuts her off and she's like, says what? To appreciate your friendship? Joey says, it's not about that. Dawson wants to beat Pacey. She said, we broke it off and this was all supposed to stop. And Bessie says, what did you expect, Joe? That you would end things with Pacey and things would just go back to the way they were? That's the hardest part about being an adult, sis. Your actions have consequences, forcing life to constantly move forward. Why do you think they call it growing up? And Joey's like, well, since you're such an expert, Bessie, do you have any advice for me? And Bessie tells her to accept the consequences and do something to make things better. I'm like, all right, well, at least she gave her some advice. (laughs) (laughs) The last last episode, she didn't want to give her any. (laughs) She was like, you're on your own. Sink or swim, I do not care. 
I don't know. I think I can understand Bessie like be, like jumping on it because Dawson really just paid for it himself and they're getting the yeah. advertising. But at the same time, she has like no like uh, thought about her sister and what, she, what her sister's going through. She's she just, actually, like, they just had this whole conversation of, you know, like feelings and this and that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe she's just convoluted because she thinks, I mean, I don't know. Cause she yeah. is just trying to separate family drama from work drama. Again, this is business. So, I mean, like you said, mm-hmm. she just probably jumped at the chance of, Hey, you're, you're throwing down the money. Who am I to say? No, she's probably not thinking about the consequences of how bad this is going to turn out. I mean, she should know better, but <laughs> Hey, we I can't blame her. She <laughs> lives in her own world. Yeah. <laughs> And half the time, we don't even know where her kid or her husband are or her boyfriend. Yeah, we never see them. Never see the kid or um, Brody. But yeah, the kid, I'm always like, where is, or what's his name? Um, Maybe Alexander. Alexander, yeah. (laughs) So now we cut to Andy in her bedroom and we see that Will stops by and he tells her that the scholarship to Raleigh came through. And I was like, when did we learn about this? This is all new information that we're just finding out about Will. And Andy's like super excited for him. He says that he finally caught a break. So he's going to the Raleigh Academy, which is uh, he's leaving the show now to jump on the spinoff called Young Americans, <laughs> which ran for like eight episodes during that summer. Um, that's why Will was brought onto the show. I, I forgot about that. I still mm. think I still think that they filmed that whole series before uh, they decided to put Will on the show because they needed like a platform to promote young americans because it was sort of similar um so yeah so andy's like well now you don't have to worry about your dad anymore and he's like yeah but i'm just worried about pacey now and she's like they brought this situation on themselves and will's like what that they develop feelings for each other and have the guts to do something about it and andy says is that how you see this we were all friends and will's like they didn't set out to hurt you and andy says that once upon a time she didn't set out to hurt pacey either but he offered her no forgiveness I was like, this is not the same situation. <laughs> like, shut up. No, they're, they're completely different situations. Totally different. But again, I wanted her to shut up. Yes. Like, I was like, just liking her again. And all of a sudden I was like, yeah. this garbage that's coming out of your mouth, Andy. Like, shut up. You have no, you don't even want to be with him anymore. You just mentioned in the last episode that you maybe thought you had feelings for him. All the while, you're still dating Will, like, which is fine. But, like, you can't flip-flop like that. If you really wanted to work things out with him, then try to work it out. But he clearly doesn't want to be with her. He's already stopped that so many times. But her saying all this, I was like, he didn't give you forgiveness because he just found out the day you came back from the mental hospital that you were cheating on him all summer. How do you think he would feel? I would be like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Like, I don't think this is going to go anywhere. Like, you've been lying to me. So it's not the same situation at all. And if I was Will, I'd run as fast as I could. <laughs> Which he is to the Raleigh Academy. Because <laughs> now he's going to be dating Kate Bosworth. Um, but Will says that if you can't let go of all this anger, then they probably never will. He says, and instead of being the kind person he met on spring break, she'll end up being someone that he feels sorry for. And she just like stares at him. I was cheering for Will the entire time he was giving this spiel. Was like, yes. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Will. Yes. <laughs> I was like, finally, he's telling her how it is because she she clearly doesn't understand what she's talking about. Watching this episode really makes me excited to watch the spinoff show. Really? 
Yeah, because I completely forgot about this character. I'm excited. But now, now I kind of like him. Now it makes sense. Yeah. Usually, I'm up to date. I'm like, I remember like, you know, this why this person, you know, kind of like Jake from Nano Two and was a platform for Melrose Place and things like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, usually I, I'm, but I totally forgot about Young Americans and this being the platform. So it makes sense why they shoehorn him in, and now they're just pushing him out. And yeah. We're, but we're still kind of like, you know, trying to care for him. We're trying to build up that relationship, so that way it's not just throwing you to the wolves in the first episode. So that makes sense now. I don't think that they gave him enough character development at all. Even... Well, I mean, like my my I put Ugg, Andy, and Will as my like my my like <laughs> comment. Like, that's the only thing I put for this scene was Ugh, Andy and Will. So I mean, like, I was more trying to figure out what the hell is she looking up on her really cool computer. You know, like, <laughs> I, was, like I couldn't figure out like what the website was, but I'm, I'm always interested. Like, is it a real website? Is it something goofy they made up? You know, but I always love her computer too because she's got the. That, um, is it Apple or yeah, the colorful Apple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're called. You remember? Something they're called. It was an iMac, right? I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, we cut to Jack and Dawson on Carpe DM, which is Jack's dad's boat. We see Dawson goes to move the sail, and he knocks Jack right in the head. <laughs> And Jack like falls forward. You said that's so interesting. Carpe DM. <laughs> Carpe like direct Carpe. message instead of DM. <laughs> it's funny. How do you say it? I mean, the way you said it sounded like a DM, like oh, like a direct, like message. a direct message as opposed to Carpe DM. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. It was it's cute. <laughs> okay. Carpe DM. Carpe DM. <laughs> Oh, is that how you say it? Carpe diem? I don't really know how you say it. Carpe I don't speak I'd say carpe diem. So <laughs> I say I'm carpe more, diem too. I'm more Jamie, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> I've never learned Latin, there so. <laughs> I took Latin for two years and then got kicked out. So I would say I'm okay, saying correctly. Right. <laughs> Stephen's <diem>. more right. <laughs> well, wait, why did you get kicked out? Were you pronouncing things wrong? No, because I was terrible at it. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> I don't think he counts. <laughs> she literally came up to me at the end of my sophomore year and she goes, You're not coming back for Latin three, right? And I go, I guess not, Miss Gaston. <laughs> I was like, I really thought I was. I don't know who I was kidding. I was terrible at it. <laughs> I failed like all the time. So yeah, Jack falls forward. Dawson's like, uh, grab the rope over there and that thing so that doesn't happen again. And Jack's like, what the hell's the thing? And Dawson's like, the metal thing. And Jack says, that helps, Popeye. And Mitch shows up and he starts explaining like how to sail a boat, basically. He's like, I'm Mitch. I'm going to save the day now. <laughs> Instead of telling his son this is a bad idea, he goes and starts just naming off random things that he could be naming anything and these boys would not know any better. So I mean, like, it's like, really, are you there to help? I mean, are you really going to help? You're just going <laughs> to guide your son into his doom. I mean, it's just... Ugh. Because Mitch is just as overdramatic as Dawson is. And he's just as petty as Dawson is. Mm -hmm. Like father, like son. And Mitch is all about the drama. Like he doesn't even care that his son's fighting with his best friend. He's like, <laughs> we're going to beat him. We're going to beat Pacey at his own game. And all like, it's so weird. Poor Jack. He's just in the back of the boat. Like, okay, this is my dad's boat. I'm just here just to make sure everything goes right. And I mean, even like, like when everything's going it. on, he's got his hood up and he's like down, like punched over everything while Pace or Dawson and, and Mitch are like screaming at each other. And he's just, okay, I'm here. I'm along for the ride. You know, I mean, like, I don't know what he expected to expect him to do, but he's just like getting hit in the head. He, he's like, I'm over this. You, yeah, you I thought he was gonna you. leave at that point, but yeah. and just let the two of them. But I guess he has to be there because it's his dad's boat. I don't know. That's what I guess. I mean, 
I guess I, I wouldn't let Dawson by himself. I mean, I wouldn't let Dawson have my dad's boat first of all. No, I wouldn't either. But I wouldn't oh, let him have it by both. himself, you know? Like, it's just, I don't know. So then Dawson pulls out the Potter B&B banner and he starts raising it up on the boat and Joey sees this while drinking a fountain soda. She's drinking... It like he pulled that banner out of nowhere. He was like... Yeah. It was in, like, the sail. He, like, pulled yeah. it out of the rolled-up sail. Like, he was hiding it until, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, father, like, son. In the game. <laughs> and, presentation. So, the other thing that made me confused was that... So, Bessie just sponsored him. Like, did every business in Capeside get a banner? Or did they just go and make this banner real quick? Because... Like, she just had a banner for the regatta out of nowhere. Wouldn't the sponsorship have to be in already before she got a banner to give away to somebody? Steven, while that would make the most sense, this is a TV show. All right, Jamie. (laughs) Let's not talk. All right. Do you want to talk about the 35-minute conversation we had about Doug's French doors? (laughs) (laughs) Talk about logistics on this TV show. Oh, the inconsistency is epically wonderful um yeah i don't know maybe somebody just like cut some cloth and steamed it on or something and was done i don't need a patch real quick i did it did cross my mind i'm like where the hell did they get this banner from all oh thank you thank you for agreeing with me then jesus you're welcome you're welcome so joey like turns around drinking her fountain soda from a coca-cola cup which looked really good and refreshing yeah refreshing like a coca-cola and (laughs) just at that moment pacey walks up and he sees the banner as well and then he turns and leaves because he's upset so then joey goes after him and she tells him that this wasn't her idea but you know dawson once he gets something in his mind and she's like i'm sorry pacey and he says if it wasn't your idea then why are you apologizing she's like because you're obviously upset and he says he's upset because they haven't spoken in two weeks And when they do, the first words are about Dawson. And she's like, well, this conversation is about to get harder, Pacey. And he's like, what? You want me to drop out? I'm not doing it. And then he says, Dawson Leary couldn't have scripted this one any better, could he? No matter what I do, he wins. And she's like, well, maybe you can talk to him and try to work it out. And he's like, well, we've tried. And he's just not entirely civil. She's like, well, try again, Pacey. (laughs) Like She's still like, do this for me, Pacey. Even though I'm not talking to you, just do this for me. He's like, sure, that's what you want. If that's all you want. And she's like, that's all I want. Lies. Bag of lies. She thanks him. And then she goes to leave. And he says, hey, Potter, nice talking to you. But this whole thing was so frustrating to watch, too, because she's like, you have to drop out. You have to drop out for my benefit, because I don't want things to get any worse than it is. When, first of all, he was the one who was in the thing in the first place. Yeah. Dawson. That's what I wrote down here. This is I don't think that it was fair for her to ask him that. No. Yeah. It was not fair for her to ask him that. No. I'm glad he stuck to his, you know, I'm not not backing out. Sorry. (laughs) The other thing that drives me crazy with these two is that, like, they totally, like, told each other how they feel and all this stuff, and they're not getting together because of Dawson Leary. <laughs> like, Very annoying, so isn't it? So much torment and turmoil between the two of them because they just want to be together. And because of this fucking asshole who has to get his way over everything, they refuse to just, like, you know, give in and, like, be with him. And she's doing her his bidding for him. Yes. He, I want you to drop out the race for Dawson to do whatever he's going to do. I mean, like, it's like, Joey, I mean... If anything, just say, hey, listen, I had nothing to do with the banner. 
Right. I, you know, he's doing this race because he's trying to have some ego trip with you. He's trying to show you up. Let's just, you know, let him be. You win this race. You do. I mean, like, give him a pep talk instead of like trying to, you know, try to turn his broodiness into, you know, like, hey, I'm here for you. I, yeah. I mean, like, she doesn't want to be with Dawson. Obviously, they they know what's going on with each other. So why are they letting Dawson? dictate their relationship when they know like if, if he can't deal with it then he can't deal with it then right we, be a grown-up <laughs> yeah we'll just go down different hallways we'll sit at different tables we have to we have each other yeah but they're not even got that right now i feel like they should just keep sneaking around <laughs> you don't have to, even have to tell anybody <laughs> i feel like that would have ended up being worse though they could just go right on true love and just like make out all the time or whatever they're doing I mean, that would have been interesting to like just sail away without telling anybody and like let people, everyone figure out well, why, where are they at and then figure out they're both together. And, you know, that could have been interesting. But, you know, Dawson. Yeah. But it's called Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Until it's not. <laughs> um, so now we cut to the restaurant and we see Henry's outside embarrassing Jen again. And Gal's like, Please go talk to him. Do whatever you have to get him away from my restaurant. And I was like, he doesn't work there anymore. He was just a bus boy. Remember what happened to that job? Did, did he get fired from that? I don't get it. No, what I love is again, I write creepy Henry setting number three, but I love what she says to her. Cause she's like, go talk to him, throw a net over him, drag him away. I don't care. Just get him away from my restaurant, which I'm like, Gail, yes. Get him out of the show. Just get him out yeah but i just love how she's like just whatever just drag him away i don't care because at first she's like at first hour it was cute but now and i think she says he's blocking the view yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not even like he's got a big ass sign he's like he's, he's distracting and he's in yeah, yeah. the way it's just so funny he's blocking the view <laughs> and that restaurant does have a really nice view it and does. like it wasn't a lie because we does. we would eat there all the time it was called water street restaurant and it was so the way it looks in, on the show is like how it looked for real um but they would have like live bands and you could sit outside if you wanted it was so nice and they had really good honey mustard i would always get on my salad but um so yeah she says all that to him and then jen and henry are now up on the roof because jen goes to talk to him and we see that he set up this whole like sitting area with pillows and flowers for her she's like in shock she's like i can't believe you did this for me it really does look really nice i thought it looked nice but he says he wants her to know how sorry he is. And he wants to show her that he can do more than talk. He tells her that he just stopped hearing her. And then he tells her that he's glad that they didn't rush into having sex. She's like, really? <laughs> and he says, I'd be lying if I told you I didn't think about it every time I breathed in or breathed out. I can't tell you that I'm going to stop wanting you so badly. I don't want to be like every other guy in your life. I want everything we do to be new. Something you've never done before. She's like, well, I've never had a picnic on a roof before. And then they kiss each other. And he tells her from now on, he's going to do everything in his power to be the most original person in her life. And she says, Henry Parker, you already are. (laughs) He's not. (laughs) He's such a he's such a child to me. (laughs) He's such a like a spoiled brat. (laughs) I mean, I was like you said, like their story in the beginning is kind of fun. The whole, you know, like chase and everything and taking the whole like whether we know what he did or not, like we kind of have that bad, I don't know. There's just something about it. I'm like, I just don't feel like Jen would entertain him. And she doesn't really until he's not inter- interested anymore. I mean, she's yeah. like, oh, wait, you don't like me anymore? You know, so their storyline just kind of, I see like where they were going with it, but I think they waited too long to execute this. Yeah, this whole that's what I said. Situation. And now we're still playing, like now they're kind of together, but we're still playing the, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, I'm love you, love you not. I mean, as you can see, I wrote, 
Z Z Z Z Z Z Z Z Z Z across my nose because it's just like I'm this scene. I'm bored with them, you know. So I'm like, I just, I mean, yes, it's a nice gesture. It was sweet that he brought her up there and all that stuff. But it's like, it made me wonder though. What if she said no? You did all that up there. You think you knew the right time she's gonna say yes, or maybe like Gail was like, okay, I'm just, I'll get her to get help me. I don't know, but it was just like you you lucked out. That was the right time to have all this grand gesture ready for her to you know be like, oh, this is beautiful, and of course I love you now. It's like what? And didn't they see him getting all this set up on the roof? Because he right. I mean, like, how did nobody like... catch that? Is there like a, a separate entrance or you know? No, because I felt like he had to go through the restaurant to do all this. Probably. Some, I mean, some I buildings have the fire escapes on the outside though that's so, true I mean, maybe he took a fire escape to the roof i don't know and he would he i mean he loved her that much that he would lug as much as he had to do whatever he did i mean like but it's just yeah too little too I, late i'm ready to I, them to be over yeah i said in another episode that i didn't realize how long it took them to get together i thought they were dating from like the very beginning but there were so many times where they were like are they dating or are they not? And then they, they really weren't. And then she said she liked him at the Cape Fest. And then after yeah. that, she didn't want to like go on a date with him or something. It was so up and down with them. And I was like, why are they even yeah. trying? I don't get it. Is it because he's so cute and they need to do something with the actor? You know what I mean? I like, it I don't I probably don't is honestly like, I mean, I don't really find him attractive, but I could see like in that era, he was like the young uh, Leonardo DiCaprio kind of look. And you know, I think yeah. that's what someone says in this show one time. And, you know, I, I can see, like, his appeal, but I just think they didn't know what to do with him. Or he played a little younger than the cast, I think, and it showed, you know. Yeah. So that's, that's exactly it. That's why I always, when he's always on screen, I'm like, he's so mature. Like, at the roller rink, he just, he roll he skates away, and he's like, whatever. And I'm or like, he'll, he'll impress you by being like, oh, wow, you're so mature for your, you know, you, you know, Kate Fest. He kind of, like, you know, said some things to Jen and kind of made her be like, oh, yeah. But then I forget what he does, but he does something that's like, Oh, there he is. Like he's, contradicting his age again. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, just when you want to like be like, I like you, you're like, oh. Yeah. And I so, think that's part of the reason yeah. why it took them so long, too, because Jen senses that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? She's torn between the guy he could be and the person he still kind of is, you know, because he's he's still maturing. And I think he's the still puberty thing going on. That. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I mean for her to kind of be wishy-washy on the relationship i understand it because she's like i see who you could be when you have those moments but at the same time you're still really immature and i don't know how comfortable i am you know what i mean and then it ends up just being a whole thing and then she finally is like oh my god i love you and he's like yeah i moved on I don't and you know, and that. I think like we talked, like or we talked. You guys talked, and I just listened <laughs> in the past. But um, you, you talked. You talked in your car. Yeah. I did. I, you yeah. Listen. Yeah. Um, but where before, like, um, like how he was written out. I wonder if they knew he was going to leave the show at the end, or if they had plans for him to progress. And maybe that was like their plan was in season four. We're going to keep them together, and that's where we'll mature him a little bit and get to know his character. And then all of a sudden, it was just like they did what they did because they were like, "Oh, maybe we can't get him back for season four. That's what I so, thought. I thought he was supposed felt, to come back, but then I felt like you know they were awesome. building up for something so big. They do a, such a big grand gesture of what she's going to do at the end of the season to get him, you know, to be like, "Hey, I love you." And, you know, go out to football camp and whatever. But it's just like, why would they build up all football that? If he's that's not where going he goes. To? Yes. I think like the next episode, he's he's like, yeah, I'm going to football camp, and she's like, you're going to what ball camp? You know, I'm just like, what? She's so like, she can't. You're just not telling me, and you leave in two days. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's that prom. She's like, that's not what you tell somebody at prom or whatever. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, but anyway, no. 
now I'm kind of remembering it. <laughs> I have to watch it. There's more, obviously. We, there is there is a reason why we all hate him, but I won't I won't spoil it. I don't hate Henry. I just think he's just a dull character. Not, not yet. <laughs> it's still I mean, clearly on right. Team Jen. So, oh, I am. Too. I used to hate Jen. My, my my friend Sheila. If you were to ask her, like back in the day, you hey, would, she, she was. <laughs> thank you. I always say that. Um, but no, she was like. She was surprised when I told her, like, after I watched the whole series. I used to watch it with her in high school. And Sheila moved away. And I think I told Stephen that my WGN took away my Dawson's Creek. So she got to watch it. She'd call me up and tell me all this stuff. Pacey and Joey this. And I'm oh. just like, at first I'm like, don't tell me. But I'm like, no way. You know, at the same time. <laughs> and then, like, I eventually started watching it. I told her I'm all into Pacey and Joey. And I'm like, Jen's my favorite character. She's like, but you hated Jen. And I'm like... But yeah, you got to remember, I only know Jen from the first two seasons at that point. So I was like, oh, yeah. Jen was totally not a very likable character. She, yeah, she but changes big time. I think what helped with Jen, especially for me, was her and Jack. Because I have a lot of female friends. Yes. So her and Jack's relationship really helped me like her, like him, and like that dynamic. Because I, that was a very familiar dynamic for me in my life. Because I have a lot of, you know, like my friend Sheila, my friend Jenny. You know, we all, you know, we all love Dawson's Creek. So that's kind of what's fun is, you know, this show brought us all together too, you know, and Things Aww. like that. So Dawson's Creek bringing people together. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> I totally relate to that too, Justin. It's the same thing with me. The other oh, before we continue, you were saying like the Dawson or uh the Jack and Jen thing. Once he leaves her house, it's like they stopped even like talking in the season. Mm-hmm. I, I know they continue it on next season, like to get back on track with them, but even Jack and Joey, after they broke up. She sort of became his, you know, they were mm-hmm. like, w- whatever you want to call it, like a Will and Grace type thing. A fruit fly. <laughs> a bag hack. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I'm like, what was the nicer one I used to say? Because sometimes I get a little, you know, get a little talking to you and I'd be like, she'd be like, I'm not a fag I'm, or a hag. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's just a statement, <laughs> you know, but yeah, but yeah, I, I agree. Like, uh, Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, she, his relationship with Joey just like sort of ended after mm-hmm. that. It was weird. And then they sort of moved, moved him right over to Jen. And then that ended suddenly. It was weird to me. Um, yeah, you're right. They, they do explore it a little that. bit more again. But, and I think like what they realized too is they probably wanted him and Andy to be more of a dynamic. Like, you know, yeah. it's obviously a sister, but they probably were seeing that he has more chemistry, especially with, with um, Michelle Williams. But I just wonder if maybe that that's why they transitioned him and, you know, did the, the moving away and things like that, or at least it helped the storyline because they had more um, a chemistry together. They felt yeah. more like brother and sister. And I think that's why they were able to like, you know, go, go be with Andy Jack and, you know, things like that. It's just like, I don't know. I, I like their dynamic. I do too. That's why I was a little upset whenever he does move away from Jen and Graham's house. I'm glad he goes too. back because, you know, especially during the college years, like they, yes. they rely heavily on each other. And I love that Jen and Graham's or Graham's moves out there with them and, you know, everything like that. So I really do enjoy their dynamic and throw Graham's in there and everything. It's really good to see him open up because I don't think we would be able to see him open up if we were in the McPhee household more no. often, you know, like with, with the mom or even with the dad or, you know, trying to incorporate or them. Or even with Andy. I feel like Andy yeah. shoots them down a lot too. It's weird. I, I don't know. Her, his whole reasoning to move back for her. And then she don't even really utilize him or she's no. like, again, very selfish and very like, you know, only, I only want you here when I need you, but then when, yeah. you know, I don't care where you are, what you're doing. It's like, he still could have been living at Jen's. We could meet up at the, you know, you know, local, you know, hangout or whatever and, you know, be done with it. But I, I don't know. I just, yeah. It was like, can't they just like 
call each other? <laughs> Why does she have to be there? <laughs> and, you know, like I always thought until like I rewatched it again that I always thought Andy left a lot sooner. Like I thought she left like during this season actually, and then I forgot. Oh yeah, she's in the next season. And I'm like, she's pretty much in the rest of the next season. For some reason, I just keep thinking I'm, I'm waiting for her to leave. I'm waiting for her to leave, and I'm like, damn it, she's still she's still around, you know. But I really just started disliking her in the beginning of this season, almost almost all the way through mm-hmm. until probably when we got to um, I don't know, like two or three episodes ago. I just really started to like her again. Then she switched. I mean, she went from being kind of like, you know, I'm cheating on things. I'm cheating on Pacey. I'm cheating on tests or I'm stealing tests. I mean, she did like a whole complete change and then, you know, like was going through some stuff, but it wasn't really like they were exploring her, her um, mental illness. It was just Andy's being erratic. And then all of a sudden, like you said, yeah. boom, she's kind of back to normal. She's dating again. And, and I, like with last week's episode, with the um the whole like whenever they find out, I kind of felt like she was just more of a pawn in that scene where Dawson's like, "Oh yeah, you asked you asked Aunt, or asked Joey, asked Pacey." They're the, I felt like no one cared about poor Andy. No one cared. It was all about Dawson. Poor Dawson. How's Dawson going to handle Pacey and Joey? There's a few scenes where jo- Joey's kind of like looking guilty whenever Andy's talking to her, but for the most part, it's all about what's Dawson going to feel. How how's Dawson going to be whenever he finds out? What about Andy? I mean, Andy's. You know, she's got the papers to prove that she can go a little cuckoo. I'd be more worried about her than I mean, I'm probably a little insensitive. You know, it's just like no one, no one had any regard for her, and she's and even her, she's just kind of like. Pacey, don't you understand? She has feelings for Dawson. And it's just like, see, you're even thinking about Dawson when you should be like, fuck you, Pacey. This is my best friend. You know? She even says to him, she's like, you're so stupid, Pacey. You're so stupid. She snaps at him. It's kind of funny. But she does give, like, she does say to him at the end of her, like, rant, she's like, he's her first love, her first love. And, like, sort of like letting him know, like, you were my first love too. Like, this is going to affect me, too. But then again, they're they're constantly contradicting themselves on this show because she's telling him in the pr- previous episode at Aunt Gwen's that she just wants him to be happy and to move on. So, like, make up your mind. That's what I don't understand about it. They're just constantly, again, like... again, she's moving on and trying circle. to... Going out with Will, his best friend. Yeah. Not best friend, but one of his friends. I mean, like, it's just... Right. <laughs> I mean, like it's hello. I know he approved, but it's just like I don't know. It's just so twisted. I love yeah. it. We could talk about it forever. There's a thing that I have pinned on our social medias where they had a whole panel discussion with Kevin Williamson and all the writers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've watched that before. Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. They they actually bring up Andy and her departure from the show mm-hmm. and how they tried to talk about her mental mental illness because when the one of the writers said that his mother was actually going through the same type of mental illness. So they wanted to do it um, the right way, but uh, they just sort of like ran out of things to do with her. So they were like, you got to go. So but you kind of back yourself in the corner, unless you're really willing to go there. And this show just wasn't, wasn't that type of show. I mean, like, but she was went... so good at the end of season two, where she was showing, like showing the audience, like what yeah. kind of character this was. When she changed her hair she... and kind of like, yeah. did like all her just, you know, like, when you know, yeah she really felt for her but then yeah. towards season three when she came back 
she was just like not accountable for anything. And it was well, like, like they didn't they didn't want to commit to either one. They didn't want to commit to her back being just a goody goody because they figured, well, we can't go back to you know how it was. We have to show a little bit of her, you know, like progression and like you know what we but at the same time they didn't want to go full on like Andy cheating and Andy doing this. Like I mean they they dabble with it, had her like you know lie to the principal, you know, all that. And then you know, but it just felt like they were stringing her along just to because they didn't know what to do with her. That yeah. and all it was was when they wrote that she was cheating on Pacey, it was just a way to get her and Pacey away from each other so that Pacey and Joey could be together. That's all it was. And they sort of just didn't do her character justice. That's all. But I agree. But yeah. But anyway, <laughs> we could talk about it all night. It'd be good. Um, so now we see Dawson walking down the dock and Pacey sees him and he asks him what he's trying to prove. And Dawson says that he's just trying to help Joey. And then Pacey literally jumps over a wall without even with like it was one some hand. skill, man. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Whoo, I, Pace. I had to rewind that three times. I said, did he really just jump that wall? I, I really did. It. Effortlessly. Oh, to be young. Yes, effortlessly. <laughs> I know. I couldn't. I could. I wouldn't do it then. Break that hit right now. <laughs> <laughs> so he tells Dawson just to take a swing at him. Just get it over with. And uh, he asks him if he thinks by indulging himself in some James Dean meets Grease Lightning fantasy that you're actually going to prove that you're a better man than I am. And Dawson says, I don't have to prove that. You made that clear when you moved in on Joey. And Pacey says, for the very last time, I made a mistake. And Dawson agrees. And Pacey says, I thought you of all people would understand someone falling for Joey Potter. And Dawson is just such an asshole in the scene. Dawson says, are you delusional enough to believe that you actually have something real with her? And Pacey says, if I do, it's because of her own free will. And Dawson says, do you really think a couple of confused weeks means anything compared to the lifetime we've had? And Pacey asks him if he really thinks that he can hold on to Joey with a selfish ultimatum. And Dawson says, do you really think you can compete with history? Pacey says, some history. 15 years of watching PG movies in your bedroom, followed by another year and a half pretending to be grown up, only to drop each other at the first sign of crisis. You call this woman your soulmate? And L. Dawson's getting really pissed off. (laughs) And he says, I do. And you knew that. And you went after her anyway. And Pacey says, because you rejected her. And Dawson says, oh, so she was vulnerable. Perfect for you, right? Because you're only interested in girls you can save or screw. Right, Pace? And Pacey's like, you're a fucking scumbag. I don't know (laughs) how Pacey did not swing on him when he dished out that last sentence because I would have probably slapped him. That's what I wrote here. Yeah, I don't know how he did not swing. The control that Pacey kept on himself, that leash. He's like, time for me to go before I fuck some shit up. (laughs) (laughs) It's so messed up to think that a couple episodes together, they were camping together and telling each other they're like blood brothers and like the only good thing in his life is his relationship with Pacey and... Now he's saying all this horrible stuff to him. And Pacey really is being the better person because he's not saying anything derogatory to him. I just really enjoyed this scene and the dialogue because the way Pacey handles himself compared to the way Dawson handles himself, it's literally like day and night because Dawson is such a selfish asshole. And Pacey's just like, you don't even get it. Like he wants to say to her so bad. She's not yours to own. Like we really do have a legitimate thing happening i'm sorry if you don't understand that yeah and dawson's laying claim he's just acting like you know oh yeah this is this isn't this is mine this is history you know as if as if that has anything to do with anything you guys have so much history there's so much there that it's never gonna much history there's too much yeah there's too much history 
It's just so sad. It's so sad for Pacey and Joey. And again, <laughs> it really is. And Dawson, you know, Pacey asks, you know, what are you trying to prove? And Dawson just says, I'm trying to help Joey. Well, how is this helping Joey? By getting helping himself in a boat race. No, I mean, it's just because again, it'd be different if like Joey was even a little bit like impressed by Dawson. Like, know. Was, you know, how we'd say that like, he lives in a dream world and he could see that there's like some kind of like, you know, oh, she she's thinking this is impressive. She's not even she tells him this is a bad idea. So again, what are you and trying I, to prove? <laughs> you would think that with somebody who's had this close, long relationship, he would have known her at this point by now to know that this is not the way to her heart. He's right. fucking up already. Yep. He's just all Good about point. himself and his little movie world. And he's like, oh, in the movies, they make this giant gesture. I'm going to win this thing no matter what. And I'm going to prove it. Well, nah, bro, you are not. Just, just in the last no. movie or last episode, he's watching that. The, what is the last drive-in or whatever? The, the, the movie that oh, they. Yeah, the last picture show. Last picture show. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the, the scenes that they're showing is the two guys, you know, like, she was mine. How dare you? And it definitely played out the same way because you have no claim on her yet. You act like, you know, she should by default be with me and everything should go my way. But yeah, Jane, yeah. You, you hit it right on the head. There's, this is just <laughs> this is a little fantasy world and we're living in it. I really don't remember any of this. <laughs> I really <laughs> don't remember any of this happening. <laughs> it's just like a blur in my head. Like It really is. Well, it's I a really... good thing we're recapping it, Steven. <laughs> right. I know. Like, I just, I just don't remember any of this. It's just funny. Um, so now we're with Jen. She's coming home the next morning and we see Grams is up early and they get into this dumb argument where Grams says that Jen's falling back into her old ways. And she says, I see I'm not the only one dressed in the, what she was wearing last night. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Grams. Sassy. What are you like, saying they were, here? Like, Shot they, fired. They, they, they like had all this like, um, uh, what's it called? Like they, they've moved forward with all this, um, what's the word? Oh, what's like the word? they got past her history. And I feel like this is season two. This is season one, yeah. season two. Grams and Jen. Yeah. This, is like yeah. a, this is something that they they've gotten past. This is already we've already progress. established. We've had all this progress, right? And this you is know? Henry. She loves Henry. So I mean, like I, I understand she just went there because she's she's Grams and she's going to think that you know Jennifer is, is doing the ungodly things and you know like <laughs> you know it's just like I get that's where she's going, but she should know her your granddaughter by now that hey. Yeah. And even if I am going to do that, I'm a different person than who I used to be. I'm not trying to prove anything, you know, but she just jumped to the conclusions, you know, I was going to call, I was going to call Chef Witta. (laughs) I really wanted to just be like, Grams, have you ever heard that saying about assuming things, (laughs) you know? Yeah, Even that, soon, she just assumed the fact that Henry had a lunch had lunchables up there and that beautiful rooftop should show you where he's at and his progression of where he wants this relationship to go. Yeah, know? he's That's a confused funny. rabbit. He really <laughs> <is>. <laughs> Sorry, I'm glad I almost snorted the other earlier, so I'm like, I'm glad I wasn't the first one. I do it all the time. I okay. do too, usually. So. <laughs> Listen to this podcast. So. Oh my God. <laughs> We'll all snort together. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Graham just assumes that Jen slept with Henry and Jen is just like, you don't know what you're talking about. And I thought she did such a great, just that line reading alone because she was yeah. just so shocked that this is what Grams was coming at her about. She was like, you don't know what you're talking about, Grams. And she says that she Grams expected more of Jennifer. 
Jennifer. And Jen says, well, I expected more of you too. Believe it or not, I have changed. And it hasn't been easy, especially considering the one person I count on the most can't even see it. So then she like leaves and she goes up to her room. And not Jen there. I agree with her. You know, yeah. she, I can see why she's hurt and upset. You know, it's one thing to be upset that you didn't come home. You didn't call. You worried me. Jen probably is like, yeah, that's why she's like, you know, we lost track of time. You know, and Graham's goes in about, you know, it's that MTV lingo for, you know, like euphemisms for whatever. I'm just like, Graham's. You know, she's telling you the truth. I mean, she's trying to actually, she should have seen it in her face that she's actually glowing. She's happy. Right. I was just going to say more, that. She was, it wasn't like, you know, it was just more like, you know, we had a really sweet time. We talked and had Lunchables and, you know, it was like, it was, she's all about, well, I see you. And it's just like, <laughs> like you said, we moved past this. Chill out. You know, I don't know. She's Yeah, she was, Jen was on such a high from like the night and how happy she was. And Graham yeah. just totally ruined it. Yeah. She's like, you're a whore, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um, so now we're with Gal and Mitch. They're talking and she's like, I can't believe you're going to help him race. And Mitch says it's just a boat race, not Ben Hur. He says he's proud of Dawson for sticking up for himself. It's just very juvenile. So then Gal says, I'm all about fighting for what you want, but shouldn't we be teaching him that you fight with your mind, with your words? And Mitch says that sometimes people have so many conversations, but the only way to make it clear is through action. And he says Dawson has more guts than they do. He thought things were going differently between the two of them. So Mitch is telling her this because he feels like there were things happening between the two of them with the restaurant and them being together all the time that maybe they were going to like move forward. And Gail picks this up, but she literally doesn't say a word because she's like kind of afraid to go back to that place with him. And I say this all the time. I really appreciate that they're still talking about the parents because it really is like a vital story on the show. And it's like the only thing that I have sometimes when I'm watching this that brings you like back to reality <laughs> with like the kid stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, I can relate to their argument. <laughs> Isn't that funny how like back in the day we used to be like, you know, oh, Karen, Mick, Jingale, or, you know, yeah. we, just, we had them in their own little compartment. We just knew that they were the parents, they're a little frisky, whatever. <laughs> But now, like you said, we're kind a of little. like, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but now we're actually relating to like their problems. And, you know, like, I've noticed that in other shows that were more teen dramas that I'm like, you know, that, that would relate to the parents a little bit more. Or I'm kind of like, oh, I used to love Brenda, but now with Jim and Cindy on this one, Brenda, <laughs> you know, you can't go to Mexico with Dylan, you know, blah, blah. you know, it's just like, I'm realizing I'm like, oh my God, I used to be like, how dare they not let her go? Now I'm, <laughs> you know, it's like, don't you understand? <laughs> Give Brenda what she wants. Exactly. Free Brenda. Oh, I was always a Brenda fan. I was so sad when she left. I was too until um, a friend of mine kind of got me back into like, she's like, you got to watch the rest of it. But now I can't even watch the high school years. It's all about Valerie, Tiffany, and Ethan. And, you know, oh, yeah. I, it used to be like, I couldn't, not that I couldn't, you know, get away from that. She's Kelly Kapowski, but I liked her as Kelly and that's where she was. And, you know, it just was hard for me to see her, you know, just be Valerie. But now I'm like, oh, Valerie, Valerie's fantastic. You know? Oh, yeah. She was a really good replacement for Brenda on yeah. that show. But no, it was, it was kind of like an adjustment to get used to Brenda not being on that show. But this isn't a Nano to no podcast. So let's... <laughs> This is a the anything podcast. Sometimes. Right. <laughs> this is the rambling introverts. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna rename our podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna make my own like cover for your podcast and put it on like my like phone. So every time I play your podcast, it'll be the rambling introverts podcast <laughs> and Dawson's Creek <laughs> and Dawson's Creek talk. Well, actually, it's kind of funny. Speaking of like before we go on, 
it took me forever to find your podcast for a minute when I first found out about you guys because I kept getting like referred to or like when I'd look up on iTunes or Apple or whatever, it would be Creek Talk. This like Jesus. Um, oh yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. like, I, I, that's all I could find for the longest we time. We didn't know that more... existed until it was too late. So. <laughs> so for the longest time, I was like finding. It, I'm like, okay, this is great. And I'm like, this doesn't sound like. <laughs> maybe maybe they're getting their word out first, but I'm like, okay, this is definitely not Creek. Please Talk start. We start our show with a prayer. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> With some sermons and you know, hymns and, you know. <laughs> we take I'm communion like, via Zoom. <laughs> we did not know that podcast existed when we started this and picked our name. So we didn't figure it out until after we were telling people and they're like, It's already this there. is yeah. like a religious thing. And we're like, What are you yeah. talking about? And we even <laughs> looked it up. We were like looking up all we these did. different because we had a, a different bunch of names, but then we were like, let's do Creek Talk, and then nothing came up. Mm-mm. So that's why I put it in as Creek Talk podcast. So like, well, if you yeah, type that in, it should come up. I'm glad you didn't change it because then I don't know what other song I'd be singing because I'm always singing your damn theme song. I'm at work. I'm just like, Creek Talk, talking about Creek. You're just like, I'm just like, I'm like, why is this in my head? I'm like, I'm not even listening to the show, you know. But I'm just like talking about Dustin's Creek, or then I like add my own little like, you know, it's catchy. You know, just getting. I'm like, oh my god, what is wrong with me? I'm telling you, we should have got that patent. Seriously. I mean, like it's so simple, but it gets it gets stuck in your brain. It's catchy, yeah. yeah I, I again, I usually skip theme songs, whether it be TV shows or podcasts, but especially if it's long. But I'm like, oh yeah. For weeks, in. Stephen and I were going back and forth, just like singing these words, and then he had the tune in his head, and it just it worked out with with Justin. So well, that's why I, I just love that it. it's just it's so simple, but it's effective because I mean, it's, yeah. it's exactly what it is. It's yeah, very... it's exactly what I said to Justin when I said, "Come up with a song." And I said, I'm, I'm always like, singing it. We were always. Is he singing it? Who's singing it? My partner Justin is. Is that yeah. who's singing it? Okay. He's, and yeah. he's playing the instruments and everything. But yeah, we it. were, we were, what were we always singing? We're like, talking about. I don't know. <laughs> I don't we were like, <laughs> we would always something. like end it on that. But we sort of had that basis of it. And I was like, Justin, this is what we were always singing to each other at the end because we don't know how to end the podcast. And I said, come up with something like simple, like fun, because we're not taking ourselves seriously. And he started getting all serious about the melody and stuff. I was like, that's not what I want. I don't like it. <laughs> simple. Stop making simple. Yeah, very simple. Keep it simple. Then, we, you know, he yeah, was playing I... the ukulele and then he started singing it. And I was like, that's it. <laughs> and then he got on the piano and he started doing like the piano and then mm. he, he like recorded that and then he did the ukulele and he did it together and i was like oh my god that's it it's like it's so perfect. organic that's why it's, i think that's why it's yes. so effective because it's so organic and like i said i'll be singing it i'll do like a frank sinatra bit to you and talk about i'm just like oh my god i mean again i'm sitting in my car not even listening to the damn podcast and i'm just like okay you oh, know, so i get into it that's such a compliment so, thank yeah. you i yeah, love I that i love that so much i know it's like amazing so now we're at the regatta. We're at like full on regatta, and it's only two people competing. <laughs> I was like, "Where are all the boats?" I thought they were like a bunch hanging. Of they're not in the spotlight. They're hanging in the back. They don't want to get run over by Dawson. I'm gonna say they're too scared about Dawson. They know Dawson's in this. They're like, "Oh shit!" Dawson's got his blinders on. The end line. He's got a reputation with boats, so they're like, "Um, we're gonna bow out of this one." Yeah, yeah, right. He's already got a reputation in town. <laughs> Don't give a boat to that guy. <laughs> they're like, I have a feeling that he's going to get disqualified because he's going to try to kill someone. And then they're like, he's going to cheer about it. He's going to be so happy. You know, it's like, <laughs> so oblivious. No, you didn't. <laughs> 
I love how you, we won. I'm like, oh yeah, we were jumping the gun again. Anyway. <laughs> we do that. But we get that. this quick scene of it's true love and then it's Carpe Diem and they're all like getting close-ups of their face and they're racing and like the sales going up and they're getting close to the finish line and all this stuff. And I wrote, they're about to finish this two minute race and Dawson is literally cutting off Pacey (laughs) and it looks like they're going to crash. And then Mitch even tells Dawson that he needs to back off and Pacey's yelling at him to like, get out of his way. He's said, like, Mitch, Mitch should have pushed Dawson's ass. Yeah, he took yeah, over. Yeah. Or, or something. Like, I mean, he should have just been like, Dawson, I'm taking control. Put him in the head with the swing arm like he did Jack earlier. That's, you know? Jack, that's what Jack should have done. He should have been yeah. like, hey, I know how that feels. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I don't know anything about boats, but you know. <laughs> that's when Jack could have saved Big the day. Thing. And, you know, but yeah, no, it's just like, you're just yelling him, don't do it. No, Mitch, you should be like, Okay, this is a bad idea. He put blinders on and earplugs. <laughs> you know, I think almost it's like one of those things, like if this was an alternate universe and we're watching like a 30-something type show with these characters, this would be the same storyline with Dawson, Joey, and all that would just be Mitch trying to impress Gail. So it's almost like we missed a scene of like Mitch trying to be like, well, I'm going to go out and prove it to you, Gail. That this, you know, so it's almost like he's trying to prove not to Dawson he can do it, but like, why Why do you have so much interest in your son's I did up? kind of find it odd that he just magically appeared there and he was like, I know everything about sailboats. Yeah. It's like, I feel like we were missing something. Like there's a, there's a hidden meaning why Mitch is so, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird that he's so nonchalant, even as it's going on. Dawson, you need to stop. Nope. I'm not moving out of his way. It's like, okay. Yeah, because yeah, if yeah. the boats actually did crash, Mitch would be the one who would be, like, responsible. Yeah, right. <laughs> he was the yeah. only adult on the boat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're cut off on boats. You are never allowed behind a boat either. We don't care if you know no fake words, Mitch. You can't go on the boat anymore. When they were doing, remember last season when they went on the boating trip with Pacey's dad and they were fishing and stuff? He didn't know anything on that boat either. So I don't know where that came from. And that wasn't even a sailboat. It was like, well, I guess they're different. But like, he didn't even know how to fish. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> it was weird. Um, so yeah, they're about to crash. And Mitch tells Dawson to back off. And he says, Dawson blatantly says, no, he's being such an asshole. And Dawson doesn't move. So that makes Pacey have to move out of the way. He's like basically playing chicken with them. Yeah. And then we hear the announcers say that Carpe Diem crossed the finish line. And Dawson's all excited because he thinks he won. So the race is over, basically. Dawson comes up on the dock and he's all happy. And we see Joey. She's like running after him. And he's like, we won. We won. And Joey's like, no, you didn't, Dawson. You lost. Look, <laughs> if, if you, you knew anything about sailing, then you'd, you'd know you were disqualified. And then Pacey comes up and he's like really pissed off. You could have killed me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you nearly killed me. For some reason, when this this scene is happening in my mind, I could have sworn they threw fists. Like, I don't know why, but I feel like I could have sworn that one of them was like, like, I know Pacey was real pissed. I mean, <laughs> if anyone was going to do it at this, at this point would have been the time that really would have been the breaking point. I mean, if he didn't do it back in that like little scene with them, yeah. talked about this is the time I could see Pacey just decking it, not even saying anything. Just be like, oh, even though Joey's standing there, I mean, he, he of course probably wouldn't do that. But... Right. In in my in my head in fantasy land, I was like, oh, he totally decked him. Like, uh-huh. you trying to kill me? <laughs> but you know, he didn't. It's okay. No, I know what you mean. It would have been the perfect time for him to punch him because he was so just. It, it was, was like the it was dangerous. Up. 
He yeah, literally almost, almost killed him. He almost killed, killed me. Them. He almost like wrecked my boat that I put Sunk so much boat. work yeah. in. It wasn't just a boat I inherited or someone's daddy boat. That he I did I all that work? Yes. I mean, like, it means a, a lot, lot to him. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Jamie. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, Justin. Cheers. We are just on the same page. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, so Dawson doesn't understand. And Pacey and Dawson start to get into it. Joey tells them to stop. And she tells them that she's not some damn trophy. Pacey says, let's not forget who started this. You're the one who pushed me towards Joey Potter because you couldn't be bothered. And now Dawson's yelling. And he says, because I didn't want to get hurt again, Pacey. Because I still had feelings for her. I still loved her. I still love her. (laughs) And Joey says she hates all that. I hate all this. I hate Pacey for kissing me and and making me figure out what this all means. And I hate you, Dawson, for forcing me to make a choice between our friendship and what I might have had with Pacey. I'm like, that alone right there should have made Dawson be like, yeah, he uh, fucked up. He fucked up. This is real. And he fucked it up. And she's like, I hate myself. I wish I could go back to the way it was. And I wish I could take it all back, but I can't. Nothing is worth going through all this. No one person is worth this. Neither one of you, and especially not me. And then she leaves. That was a hard. I watched that that scene twice because I wanted to make sure that I understood exactly what was going on. But yeah, she basically kind Same. of broke. She broke for a second there. You know, she's like, I can't take this anymore. You this... guys are fighting over me. I'm not worth it, which really hurts because she doesn't you know value herself in that way and i you know can i can relate to that i think a lot of people can relate to having those type of feelings towards oneself at one point or another um but it was just like the entire scene i had to watch it twice i had to just to make sure i caught everything like the the yelling between those two and her just being like i'm done with all of you like this is ridiculous knock it off yeah, I appreciate i appreciate that she finally was able to speak up for herself she yes. you know, and what I love that she delivered it so well because she's going at both of them, but you're not really, she's not really like singling them one out. She's not going like you and you and you, and you're doing this. And, you know, she's just kind of like, you know, this is crazy. This whole thing is crazy. And I'm allowing it to happen. It's kind of like what I call her. I choose me moment. And that was yeah. like her moment where she's like, this is enough. I'm going to figure out that this is right for me to walk away from the both of you. And if it means forever, then you guys have to sort it out because you know, I mean, yeah, I, I appreciate that. She finally, yes, yeah, she broke but it was necessary for her to get her point across, especially to Dawson. Cause mm. Pacey kind of is just, you know, it's just like, you, you don't need to be brooding. You're brooding. You're kind of being annoying. Dawson's the one that needs to hear this needs to know the lesson because they just both know that they're biding time until they can finally be a couple. You don't have to keep running around behind everyone's back, you know, figuring out who knows what she's finally done. And she's like, even if I have to walk away from my soulmate Dawson and the person I love, she, she did it. You know, bye, Felicia. Yep, more power to you, sister. So yeah, you're really, you're really good at this, Justin. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you fit in really well. I'm just saying. Yeah. I appreciate that. Great. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's she chose herself, so she said goodbye. So Pacey asks Dawson if he's happy now, and Joey's crying. And Dawson tells her that he's glad Pacey kissed her because it forced him to deal with the notion of losing her. And he says he can't lose her, not now, not ever. He's talking to Joey now, right? Yeah, I think he goes after her. This is it. He, he right. she's gone away now. He, he's all of a sudden just trying to. Oh, it's okay, Joey. It's okay. You know, like it's like <laughs> you just caused all this, and you're trying to be like, <laughs> I want to be just be your friend, Joey. Back to the whole thing he talked about to her at the wall earlier. Let's rebuild. Let's take a right. walk. Let's watch a movie. Whatever. Oh, he's driving crazy. She tells him that she's no good for him. 
look at the way you behave today. And Dawson says that he behaved that way because he was threatened. And he's trying to be the type of guy that she wants. Someone who beat up a bully and bought her a wall. And she's like, well, that's not you, Dawson. <laughs> that will never be you. <laughs> and he says, no, it's not. But I'm trying to show you how much I want you instead of telling you. And then he started singing, show me love and what <laughs> it's all about. Um, that's all i can hear every time like i would look at the at the title it's like uh. she says you don't want me dawson you said it yourself you just don't want to lose me and he's like of course i don't want to lose you but i need you now more than ever and she says if you really felt that way about me then you would realize that the last thing i need right now is another person with romantic intentions for me and he asks her what she needs he's like i'll do anything and she says i just need a friend without an agenda the person that you used to be. And he says that he'll be that person for her. Let me prove it to you. And then she just leaves. <laughs> She's like, I think I've heard enough. I'm like, this is too much. And he's like, Joe, jo, where are you going? And he's like, oh, did they call cut? <laughs> <laughs> so now we see Pacey is seeing Will off. Like I said, he's going to Raleigh Academy to be on Young Americans. And Pacey gives him advice to not sleep with any of his teachers because it never works out as well as you might think. Believe me. What are words of wisdom? Priceless. throwback. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of throwbacks in this episode mm-hmm. in the end. So then Will tells him not to give up on true love. It always wins in the end. I don't even remember the rest of their conversation, to be honest with you. I was like, so Will's leaving this episode? I thought he was going to be in more, but I guess not. I think the, the most important part was don't give up, Pacey. True love always wins in the end. That's we're much- supposed to know what he's talking about. You know, we're supposed to yeah. wink, wink, you know. He's like, Make sure you take her on true love at the end of the season <laughs> for a summer photo. <laughs> Disappear. That'll really oh, make summer. that'll really make Dawson cry. <laughs> so now Grams and Jen they're having a heart to heart, and Grams gives Jen the sundress she wore in the pilot. Did you notice that? No, I she didn't. Hands her, she hands her the sundress she wore. She's like, Jen's like, that's not my style anymore. That was the Hey Pretty Girl sundress. Yes. No, I didn't notice. We both didn't. We missed wow. that. And I'm I'm with you on the Hey Pretty Girl. I, that's another one <laughs> thing I sing all the damn time, even before this podcast. But now since you guys brought it back hey up, it's like, girl. <laughs> I think Jamie. of Jamie. It's Jamie. No. <laughs> it's it, used to, it used to be Jen, I think of. Now it's always going to be Jamie. Like, the hey Pretty Girl. <laughs> that, that and what's the other thing I say? Back to you, Bob. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you said it last week. I was like, what a throwback. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, she's like, it's not my style. And she's like, Grams is like, I found it in a box and it just reminded me of how much you've grown up. When you first came to live here, you were still a child. And Jen says, and now? And Graham says, now you know more. I think after all this, you really do believe that you deserve to be loved. I'm losing my Grams. And Jen's like, so what are you saying? So then Grams starts to go on about birth control and Jen tells her that she and Henry never actually had sex. And Grams lets out a huge sigh of relief and she's like, you don't know how glad I am to hear that. And Jen says, so now that Pretty you know Pretty sure we all know how glad Grams is for that. She makes it very clear. <laughs> I'm surprised she even believes in birth control. She's such a hardcore Christian, right? I don't know. I'm not religious. You're looking at the wrong Very person. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll cut that out. <laughs> um... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so then Jen says, so now that you know what happened, do you still mean the stuff that you said? And Graham says, every word of it. And then they hug it out. When she said that, did you mean every word of what you said? I thought she was talking about what she said 
to her that morning, not just now in the conversation, but it made more sense that that's what she was talking about. Am I, am I like, yeah, I just, um, yeah. I didn't pay that close attention to what she said. So. <laughs> yeah, this is where my notes kind of start dwindling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, I'm paying attention to the show episode, but it was just like everything kind of exciting happened. Now I'm just kind of like, okay, we're wrap it up, dealing with the wrap up now. <laughs> oh, wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up Ra- that's up. what she's telling Jen. Wrap it up, like, Henry. There we go. <laughs> See, it I learned the moral of the story without even realizing it. <laughs> Um, all right, so now These are her public service announcements <laughs> for the day. <laughs> um, what's a condom? <laughs> I need a banana. I need to show me how to anything. put a condom on. <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> what? Wait, what? I missed that. <laughs> I need I need Mitch to show me how to put a condom on. <laughs> <laughs> my my friend Sheila and I used to love Mitch. We used to always say Dawson's daddy. <laughs> she like, think he was like the cutest thing. It's like it, I never cared for like Dawson or Jack or Pacey. Neither really thought I thought back, especially back when I was like growing up with the show. I just didn't really find them attractive. But I Me always either. thought Mitch was attractive. I mean, he's still attractive to me now. But I'm like, he's still got a good body. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he's still definitely very attractive. You know. But it's just I yeah. But yeah, me and Sheila used to love him. Rewatching the show now, I I'm starting to have a new appreciation for um Jack. I think mm-hmm. her Smith is very attractive. And yeah. I never saw that before when I watched it. I never I could care less about any of the three main characters. Because I was so focused on Katie Holmes. But the three guys, I was like, you know, I didn't even I didn't care. But now when I watched it, I'm like, oh my God, he's like so cute. <laughs> And he's really cute in that My Bloody Valentine movie yes. that we watched. He got like scruff and everything. Oh, <laughs> Calm yourself. Down, anyway. boy. <laughs> I gotta go walk my dog. <laughs> <laughs> and I pull out my dog. I'm like, no, guys, my dog. Well, those my invisible dogs. Dog. Remember those invisible dogs that used to like walk like from the circus? <laughs> People would walk around. I saw a girl walking I need one of those. the other day. <laughs> Like whenever you make that joke, I can walk my dog. <laughs> that would have been funny if I did. I pulled that out. The fake leash, the invisible fake dog. Leash with nothing on the end yeah. of it. Just to have one of those. Oh, God. That's kind of awesome. Um, I want one now. <laughs> no. All of the useless things I don't need. Exactly. They come to die here. So yeah, that's yeah. welcome I need to it. my world. <laughs> <laughs> So Gal is having a private party at the restaurant for her and Mitch. And she says that she thought a lot about what he said about what's going on lately. And she thought that they'd have a dinner and figure it all out. And Mitch is like, well, what about, what about the business? The customers, the customers, this is a busy weekend. And she's like, you're more important than all of that. And then they start kissing like old times and they fucked each other on top of the, <laughs> the four top. So we cut to Joey. She's sitting in front of her wall in her painting overalls and she looks really cute. She got a thing on her head. What is it called? Like a, uh, a hat? Like a no, like, uh, handkerchief? Yeah, like a handkerchief. A bandana? Yeah. Bandana. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think But it wasn't like. a bandana though. It was like, it went over her hair. Yeah. Like, uh, you do that whatever. She looks really cute. Okay. And Pacey comes up and surprises her and he says, did you think I was Dawson? Or the better question would be, did you did you want me to be Dawson? And she's like, Pacey, like, I don't want to deal with this right now. And then he apologizes and he takes it back. 
she's like, you know, the lease is up on the wall soon. So you better pay it. Cause I haven't figured out what I want to do. Yet. I just stare at it every day. That wall drives me crazy. I swear. Like, <laughs> I, I remember correctly. I don't remember what exactly happened, but I just remember it was like, it seemed like she just does something very lackluster. Like very, I don't remember her painting anything. On she it. just writes a she, message or something. Like it seems she like she paints very... something really simple on there. I think it's like an it, Asian it, symbol. <laughs> <laughs> it like it falls flat whatever it is i think they're just like all right we're over this wall thing slap something on there so we can end this plot point and move on like that's basically how i feel it happens because yep. they make this big deal about this this wall i always roll my eyes at that wall <laughs> every time yeah. it comes up i'm like oh. they make this giant deal about this wall but nothing really big happens out of it it's just like a big gesture that you know pacey was considerate enough to to think of and thoughtful. I wonder if, it, if the writers maybe had that in mind. It was just, you know, this is just a gesture and it's not going to go anywhere. Or if they yeah, thought, maybe we're going to go with it and see if, you know, where it goes. And it just kind of, like you said, fizzled out before they realized like, okay, we're not carrying this over into season four. So yeah, <laughs> we got to do about, something. Do something and move <laughs> you know, on. Wrap it up, they disappear know. for the summer. <laughs> right. So he offers to renew it for her, but she doesn't know. She says she doesn't know if she's ready to. And Pacey's like, paint which is what i bought it for you for and she's like yeah and then pacey tells her that he really thought after the way dawson behaved today that she'd love him less but she doesn't does she if anything it just makes her love him even more and she asks him not to make this harder than it is and he says i just have to ask you one more question then i'll stop making this hard on both of us if it weren't for dawson could you ever love me like a soulmate and she just like looks down and she's like please don't make me choose <laughs> I was like, you already chose him though. Like you already told him. Oh, I don't get it. And he's like, follow your heart, man. Just follow your heart. Yeah. Again, they're like, following Dawson. You know, like they're trying to, you know, or, mend Dawson. You know, it's like or the bigger biceps. Remember she said that one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then they show him shirtless and he has like no muscle at all. <laughs> well, everybody uh, else is a string bean until Jack comes along. So I mean. that's true. <laughs> He says he'll renew the lease on the wall first thing in the morning, and he understands there's no ultimatum here. So then we're with Pacey at his boat, and he rips off the true love sign, and he throws it in the water. (laughs) He's like, that's the end of true love. I don't believe it. (laughs) And then we see a hand reach out and grab it out of the water, and it's Andy. And she's like, Pacey, I don't hate you. I just felt hurt and betrayed, and it it would be easy to turn that into hate, but that's not the person that I am. And he's like, thank you, Andy. And she says, hate's a pretty strong word, Pacey. So is love. <laughs> and that's their scene. I guess they're going to move on now. So now we're with Dawson in his bedroom. And he's writing at his desk. And then we see Joey climb in through the window with a video. And it's E.T. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I was like, this is the last thing I expected. E.T. phone home. Okay. He says, you always said this movie was sad and depressing. And she says she just felt like watching something with an ending that she knows like the back of her hand. And he says, like when Elliot turns to E.T. and says, I'll be right here. Like we did in the pilot episode when we were doing the same exact thing. Remember that? So they're like laying on their stomachs watching the video. And it really is a throwback to the first episode of the series. And she says, those are some of the most comforting words to hear. But they look very, very uncomfortable lying together on the bed. And they sort of like look at each other. And I think Joey's sort of like, 
I can't do this. <laughs> like, this can't be it. I have to like do something about this because I can't be spending another summer in his bedroom watching fucking movies. I would rather be making out with Pacey on his boat. I mean, yeah. And maybe <laughs> touching his penis. Like, I have to do something because I don't. We've gone there. She never <laughs> even touched Dawson's penis because he wouldn't let her. Um, <laughs> But the camera pans out the window and we're left wondering what's going to happen. Or maybe next week they'll watch another movie that they used to love. Maybe they'll watch uh, Jurassic Park. But we get the end credits and that's the end of the episode. And next week we get the anti-prom. I don't know. It wasn't my favorite episode, guys. Uh, I thought it was kind of funny. (laughs) The way everybody reacted. And I thought Dawson was just such a fucking putz through this whole episode. And I felt bad for Pacey and I felt bad for Joey. And I just don't understand why they just can't get together and just do whatever the fuck they want. They're not obligated to anybody. They're free agents. (laughs) Like (laughs) (laughs) she's already told Dawson how she feels. And if he can't get over it, I'd be like, I don't know what to tell you. Sorry. I want to, I got to see what's going to happen between me and him. So I don't know. Final thoughts. I just feel like, there's all of this drama and I get it because, you know, they're the friends dynamic, but it's not like they're like she's dating Dawson. They're making it so complicated. Yeah. It would have been worse if her and Pacey fell in love while she's dating Dawson. That's a yeah. whole different ballgame. Then I can understand. I mean? Yes. Then I can yeah. understand why there's so much like carefulness of dynamic. It's, it's just once once you are out there once it's known just don't go around dawson just be sensitive of his feelings be sensitive of his yeah, surroundings don't be like pda and blah, 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 right. blah. if you see him on one side of the road which walk which they the get street. they totally get like that they're like disgustingly all over each other in the lunch and like that material i just remember them being like you know making out every time you turn around and i commend them for that passion <laughs> <laughs> right. i just think it's crazy that they're so aware of dawson's feelings though yes. like when he's the most awesome giant baby, person they know the baby on the whole show. Well, okay, and then you think about like one of Pacey's arguments earlier was, you know, we're our first time alone and we're talking about Dawson. Yeah. What's the first thing he does when he walks up to the, her at the wall at the end of the episode? Would you think I was Dawson, or did you want me to be? It's like who's bringing up Dawson now? I mean, like this should be the moment where you're just like, hey, I come in peace. Let's just sit here and think about what you can do with the wall. Instead, oh, he's, he's starting a fight. When he's trying to be the one that's being the bigger man, which he usually is. He, for the most part, he is. And he's mm. been pretty good. And like I said, he hasn't hit Dawson. He's been very level-headed, but it's just like... They could have made out there, too. They could have started making out and been like, remember, we didn't do this for two weeks because we didn't talk. <laughs> She's like... We've got two weeks of, of like make-out session to catch up on. That's a lot of kissing, okay? Instead, he wants to talk about Dawson. Or he wants to bring up Dawson. <laughs> well, I guess he did it because he's just annoyed at her because she's just not allowing herself to just give in to her feelings yeah. i don't know <laughs> this show is so fucking crazy <laughs> i love it i wanted to read a nice email that we got before we end the episode Christine wrote us and said, I started listening to the podcast a few months ago and I listened to all 55 episodes and what I would like to say is record time. That is. <laughs> uh, I finally caught up and I know I'll be waiting for a new episode to come out every Friday. I listened to quite a few re- recap podcasts, but this is the only one by fans without any actors from the show. I wasn't sure if I was going to like it, but I love it. 
Like Steven, the first time I watched Dawson's Creek as a teenager, I didn't understand the Pacey and Joey hype, and I couldn't figure out why a show about Dawson didn't have Dawson end up with Joey. Then during my second watch as a young adult, I saw Pacey and Joey for what they are, and I love them, like Jamie. Some of my favorite episodes <laughs> are in this season, Four to Tango, A Stolen Kiss, Can't Wait for the Podcast on this episode, and The Longest Day, my all-time fave. I know I've watched the entire show at least three times from start to finish. The third time was when I had my husband watch with me, but I've also watched specific episodes, maybe even seasons, another time or two. So with that being said, the one thing I don't like about the podcast is when you try to remember what happens in future episodes (laughs) and either forget or get it wrong. I practically (laughs) yell at the two of you on my phone. Uh, laugh emoji. Sorry. This is how we keep you guys, you know, engaged. We get it wrong. <laughs> She's so sweet. She said, lastly, I love your catch-ups as I'm also from the PA New Jersey area. And I know a lot of the places that you talk about, but she says, thanks for the many laughs and the enjoyable podcast, Christine. We really appreciate that, Christine. That was really, really sweet of you to send because yeah, really I haven't been checking our email for the longest time. And when I saw it, I literally jumped out of bed and I said, we got an email. I can't believe it. <laughs> it was like, you've got mail from AOL, only more excited. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. She said exactly kind of what I said. We, we enjoy the catch-ups. We enjoy a lot of that stuff. And, and to kind of piggyback on a little bit, what she said that, you know, it's nice to hear fans enjoying the show because sometimes there's some recap podcasts that are funny when they're a little snarky, but you start wondering, do you actually even like this show yeah. that you're recapping that you say you love and we're getting so into it? Like I'm listening to a Facts of Life one and they get, they're so snarky. I mean, like to the point where I'm like, this is not, this is even too much for me. And it's like, I I come here because I love the show and it's fun to like kind of rag on this and rag on that. But sometimes I'm just like, man, you guys don't like the show and you're saying, oh, this is an awful episode. I can, I get when sometimes you say that, but sometimes I'm just like, wow, do you like this? So it's refreshing to have you guys recap it and then criticize it, but also in a way that, you know, in a loving way, because you, I don't want to say you know what you're talking about, but kind of like how you criticize your brother, your sister, but if someone else does it. You're like, what are you thinking? What's going yeah. on here? You know, but you, you kind of know what you're talking about and not just like coming from, you know, like a weird, like, we love this show. Now let's really rip into it. You know, it's, yeah, it's no, a genuine, really nice honest, say. honest thing. That's it. what it's nice to hear is real fans doing it for fans and not, not even doing it for fans, doing it for yourself. You know, you're just getting together and we just happen to be loving, you know, everything that you're doing. So We, we hope people are listening to <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are. So. I know what you mean by that, though. And thank you for that. That's really nice of you to say, Justin. Yeah. Um, I listen to a lot of Housewives podcasts, recaps, because I love Housewives. There's this one podcaster. He's a he's a big name. And anytime I listen to him anymore, I get so irritated listening to him because he just the Housewives fandom is fucking crazy as it is yes because they're is. just so nasty to everybody but mm-hmm. even listening to him he even gets like really negative and i'm like i can't listen to him anymore it's so hard to listen to um yeah, yeah. but there are other ones who really do just take the piss out of them but they really love the show because that's what they're making money doing talking about the show but um yeah we just want everybody to have fun (laughs) yeah like we don't take ourselves seriously we like to we like to uh rag on the show but at the end of the day like it's with love so into the characters and we appreciate it and i know for myself growing up watching the show i genuinely love this show and appreciate it i wouldn't be doing this if i didn't like it but yeah 
I don't know how people get to that point where they're just like so hateful about the show that they're recapping. I'm like, why are you doing it? <laughs> you know, it, it kind know, of totally. defeats purpose after a while. But no, yeah. it, it's, it's definitely refreshing to hear, you know, genuine, honest commentary, good, bad, ugly, you know, truthful, you know. And, and what's nice is you guys don't get too political. You don't get too, you know, like, no. I mean, yeah, it was you had to kind of with the whole episode with like the um, whenever Joey did her mural and everything. That, that definitely had to be, and it was a heavy episode, you know, considering, but they don't really do a lot of those heavy politically driven episodes. Yeah. You know? So that's kind of Thanks what's like. nice is it doesn't really lend you guys to have to bring that element in regardless of what everybody's into. So it's no, it's, we'll it's usually nice. talk about all that stuff before we hit record. <laughs> right. There you go. I mean, that, that, which is probably good. <laughs> or because... we cut it out when we yeah. get there and we're like, this yeah. is probably something we should just leave out. <laughs> Let's be neutral. <laughs> so no, yeah. it, it's definitely refreshing. And I, I enjoy that. Well, that's very, very nice of you today, Justin. Yes, it's thank you. Very, very sweet of you. And thank you for coming on our show. Well, you, thank you for such a great me. guest. And we hope that you come back again. Absolutely. Um, this is great. Before you go, why don't you tell everybody where to find your Instagram? Um, you can find me on SBTB underscore the new class underscore fan club. It's pretty easy to find. There's not too much new class. Just type in new class. I put um, <laughs> Greek talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get everyone singing that song, Damon. We're gonna get to the number one. But anyway, Jamie, Justin thinks that we're like a nationally rated podcast. <laughs> I want to say hello to everybody. You know, like <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Good night, everybody. One you know. one day, maybe we will maybe. be, and people will be listening to this, and they'll be like, "Oh, yes, great." <laughs> that was. <fun. laughs> I remember when you guys were once when you know <laughs> when we had one listener, one. <laughs> anyway before i embarrass myself anymore i will say goodbye it's been fun thank you so much for having me let's do this again soon yes yeah definitely come back on anytime again. um jamie why don't you tell everybody where to find your bookstagram um you can find me at jlyn underscore book lover beautiful oh thanks <laughs> And if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Creek Talk Podcast and on Twitter at Creek Talk Pod. And you can join our new Facebook group. You can send us an email at creektalkpodcast at gmail.com. Send us any feedback or any story that you would like us to read on the next episode. We would love to do that. And if you're feeling generous, please give us a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And just go to our link tree in any of our bios and you'll find all of our information there. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you again, Justin, for coming on. And we hope everybody has a great weekend. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week with an all-new episode of Creek Talk Podcast. (gasps) Bye. Bye. <laughs> I love it. You're a part of us now. <laughs> Welcome to the family. <laughs>